still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's December 14th, and this is the Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo, and we are off and running for another glorious day here in paradise as we start to close out our last couple days of the year. Yes, that's right. Phoning it in for a couple of more days as we we 2023-itis away. We've got it. You can feel it in the air, everything I've got going on. I'm just trying to skate through the days, just get get everything out of the way, get finished, so next week I have absolutely nothing to do, which is perfect, which means a lot of little sit-downs, happy hours, uh, end-of-the-year assessment meetings, things like that, little chats with folks. Got another one. Yesterday we had fun. Brett and I went over to Action Ride Shop. Those are the good ones. Let's oh, yeah. go to Action Ride Shop and play around with all their stuff and their toys, which are always good, but... uh yeah, it's, it's just a lot, but you can sense it. I can feel it's almost over. I can feel that the nothingness is about to begin, and I'll be on my ass doing absolutely zilch shortly. Then that's exciting to me. That's the holidays. Not fighting for airline seats or watching what Brady showed me this morning, which was a packed airport and some jackass who works for the airline who always really wanted to be a singer. Grab that stupid intercom and start tootling out Christmas carols. Get my f- bags on the plane and zip your dreams. Your dreams are for karaoke night. It is not for the airport. If I see an airport employee doing anything except airport stuff, I'm automatically upset at them. It's an awful thing to do to those people. Up charging them for bags and then trying to make them feel festive. It's the worst day of their life. They have to travel on your on your stupid plane. It's hard enough understanding those announcements anyway. Oh. Trying to hear them do Mariah Carey's Christmas song. Oh, it's yeah, he did. He did at least take a separate mic. He oh, had his, okay. He had his karaoke right. yeah, he mic. brought oh, nice. stuff okay. from home. So he had a karaoke <laughs> mic and a I'm just going to entertain the people. That's not what we want. Let me speak for the world. Last thing I want is my ticket agent trying to entertain me. Zero. You are a business stepping stone. I go to you because I have to. Not because I'm dying for you to... Boy, I hope I walk out of here with some entertainment. 
I need you to just go through your job basics expeditiously. Move me in, move me out. But if I hear, let's take a second here. If I used to hate that as a waiter when I was at Tony Roma's, looking at the other tables whose birthday it wasn't. Well, we the you know the staff at Tony Roma's had to stand at a table and sing happy birthday to some egomaniac that had to let everybody in the room know. Could you sing happy birthday to us, please? Do we have to? You see how busy we are trying to get food out to everybody. It's going to delay your food the most. I'm going to come to you last. It would be great for us. You've never heard happy birthday before? Now you want it from strangers? Yeah, that makes tons of sense. Okay, you got it. Strangers who, by the way, don't want to do it and can't sing. If you could force four or five other really busy people to get involved in that, too, then we'd love that. All right, sure. Yeah, let me see if I can wrangle up a bunch of people that absolutely don't want to do this and make your night special. I still don't understand how that makes anybody's night special. Here's some forced labor. You want to see that? <laughs> forced people who, who absolutely who now are going to hate you right out loud. Oh, well, what did uh, Tony Romas bring out? What was the birthday? Treat uh, there was a cake or something. I don't know. We, we stopped it. After a while, it was just us singing. You got nothing. You might have gotten one. The birthday person might have gotten a free dessert after a while. But we had a little birthday cake. It was garbage. I think I honestly believe this. I think it was uh, one day we got a shipment and it was wrong. And it was those birthday cakes for dogs. Because <laughs> yeah. inside of it was like this really hard. It, it, you couldn't. It wasn't edible. The thing inside was like like. Like a cracker, like a Kong, or <laughs> yeah, like a Kong ball. Yeah, yeah, they had to work the on it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> just gnawing, but I think it was a goof, and we just happy birthday from Tony Roma's on it. But yeah, there's nothing worse. I'm sorry your dream didn't work out. I'm sorry American Idol sent you home in the auditions. American Airlines, however, not the same thing. Very similar because one word changes, but you are still not looked upon. To sing. And the one or two desperate, sad cat ladies that are like, that was wonderful, are people you would never want to hang out with in the first place. Stop it. Stop that. Waiters, get my food. Uh, airline people, get it over with. Get through that. Do you see how busy the airport is? Move, 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 move. Get me in, get me out. That impresses me. Give me a happy holidays and a smile. Be cordial. But if you start breaking out chestnuts, roasting, you know, I wanted to be a singer. Yeah, but you're not. So get the f- to work. Man, that's, I, I just think about, it. was it the 80s and maybe all up to the early 90s, a couple of concepts that they'd stop. Uh, what was it? Bobby McGee's would have singers. Right. But you went there the knowing table, that. Knowing that. And exactly. would stop yeah. for a little, they make the whole staff do dance numbers. Yeah, you went there <laughs> knowing that. You went there knowing, hey, every once in a while, the whole group breaks into it like a choreographed thing. Yeah, this the, was not... The servers at Bobby McGee's w- thought they could be actors someday. They weren't going to be. The one at Mesa at Alma School and... Oh, and yeah. You were never going to make it in Hollywood, but they thought... I had a friend who worked there, and he was Indiana Jones. He was 5'6", pudgy. I'm like, they're not even trying. Like, they're not even casting. They're taking anybody who will wear the outfit and hold the whip. And he was like, yeah, this is like... Uh, a big thing because a lot of people who worked at Bobby McGee's went on, and then you'd rattle off a couple of actors who worked at Bobby. Yeah, but the one in Burbank that makes sense. They're they're newer studios. What are you? You're across the street from MCC. You're not going to be an actor. You're Bobby McGee's. The only thing the uh, Bobby McGee's up by Metro Center would get you is shot while you're dressed as Indiana Jones. There was nothing about that place that was safe after nighttime. It turned into a dance club. It was the weirdest place in the world. No one likes it. 
I speak for the world. Stop singing to us. You're not singers. You're you're menial task providers. There, I said it. You heard me. You heard me. And I can't imagine being one of those servers. It's got to be like in the movie Waiting, where everybody just slams their stuff down. <laughs> Everyone, son of a bitch, hated it. Every I need singers. When that when that line was said exactly the same way in Waiting, I need singers, and the whole back room went, "Ah, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy." No, they got this. They want us to sing. We go out and I mean, literally, your happy birthday was happy birthday to oh. you. And then they'd be like, well, that wasn't very hard. You didn't put your heart into that. Look, lady, I don't know you at all. I don't care that it's your birthday. And now you make me hope it's your last one. I'm going to stick my fist through yeah. your heart like the Mola Ram in <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm going to end your life the day it started. You're going to have nice symmetry on your tombstone. Now shut your mouth. Eat your free dog cookie, and we're moving on here. Oh, the worst. And then it goes viral because some people have to pretend it's a great thing. No one likes it. Get you in no. the holiday spirit. It does not. It makes me mad. You know what's the w- easiest way to get me in the holiday spirit is get me out of that airport. More time in that airport is less holiday spirit provided for the people I actually want to be with. Yeah, you're waiting there as it's been delayed. Yeah. Well, I know we've been delayed three hours, but let me just tell you. Jack Frost is nipping at my nose. Oh, God, this, this mother is going to sing, isn't he? And they always do the lounge singer voice. They're, that's why they're not real singers is because they'll hit that chestnut roasting. Oh, no. Just doing that staccato thing. Yeah, don't do it. And if you're thinking about doing it, don't. No one wants to hear you sing. If you work anywhere that isn't singing... Don't sing. If you're working where there's no music provided for... If people... The guitar Center, you can sing. That, I mean, it would be weird, but you could do it. Like, if one of the dudes at Guitar Center just started like breaking out... I'd like to see Well, because they have equipment that yeah, you they're, need to... they're jamming every it once in a while. It makes sense that a song might break out at Guitar Center. Allied Services, not so sensible. All the staff just stopped working. Roofers. If I had roofers at my house... I got construction in my house right now for uh, the creative environments people, and they're killing it. They're doing great. Every time I come home, hey, that's all I get from them. That's all I want. I'm like, hi, guys. Doing great work. Everybody's happy. If they just said, all right, there's the homeowner. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. I'm like, knock it off. Start painting. It would make me angry. <laughs> like, you're not- your wife's birthday? Happy right. birthday. Uh, yeah, none of I never go out to my, uh, my, my uh, workers outside. Hey, guys, I need singers. Huh? Come on. But we're busy. I'm welding. We're landscaping. Put it down. Thing. You yeah. have the barbershop quartet out there on the roof. <laughs> right. I got shingles. I got an owl. <laughs> my yards, my landscapers. Hey, it's my neighbor's birthday. We're going to go over. I need singers. We're, 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 we're mowing the grass and blowing the leaves. No, no, no. Put it all down. That's going to screw up our day. Oh, no, no, no. Everyone loves this. Not a soul loves it. If you are a person who's arguing with me in your head right now, you're everyone I never want to be. It's disgusting that I would never want to be with you or around you. I love when the waiters at Arriba's sing to me. Why? How lonely are you? How sad is your life that six people that don't want to be with you make you happy? It doesn't make sense. So if you have to go to the airport in the next couple of days and someone starts singing, I think, I'm pretty sure it's legal to swing your suitcase at that person and tell them to get back to work. You get your outlet at your uh, yeah. karaoke party. Come right. up. There's a lot of karaoke. Exactly. If there's karaoke to be had, 
There's the place. That's where singing is expected. I don't like songs. I don't like dancing and songs to just break out out of nowhere to stop commerce. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. If I'm at Target and all the employees, I'm like, hey, can I? Can you help me unlock uh, the razors and the medicine that I need? For- yeah, sure. Hold on a second. Chestnuts roasting. Stop doing that. What are you doing? I asked you for a favor. You're the only one with the keys. Now you've trapped me. And then not only that, you got Christmas music all over anyway. You're trying to dodge that. The holiday spirit can be ruined by the people that are supposed to help you get through it. And boy, I tell you what. Your birthday can be ruined. And it's almost, and you know who never screams sing to me? Actually, it's not fair to say it's their fault. It's the people around the birthday boy who wreck it at waiters and waitresses' uh, expense to say, sing to Brett. It's his birthday. Brett doesn't want that. I remember one. I forget who did it. And the pranks. They said that it's the, his birthday. the waiters came to sing, and they thought it would be really funny. And I know the I, I, I stood up for the waiters. And right on the first, like, okay, here we go. And they started to clap. I just got up and left the table. I was like, you're being a poor sport. I'm like, no, I'm helping these waiters out. They've got stuff to do. This is the last thing they need to do. There's a teppanyaki place um, that does the happy birthday still. And I've gone there like two or three times. And we bet the over-under how many. And well, it's Saturday night. There, must, there was uh, yeah. the most we've had was 13. Yeah. Even teppanyakis. They, they hit a little soundtrack and they go out there and the guy hits yeah. a drum happy birthday happy birthday. they're asking for it teppanyaki is a place they they've decided that our waiters put on yeah shows. most people yeah. you know people are on the table usually they're got some sake and beer in them sure. and everyone's singing along. sure yeah because you're at a you're at a desperate look at me show a sad i have no friends the waiter but there's no solo out the, there yeah. the just, waiter will love skate. me the, trying to get the waiter to be your best friend is sad that's sadness they're announcing that you've got no capability. You have to pay someone to, to be friends with you. It's, it's a sad thing. It's like my friend used to say, don't have to help. You know that. Oh, yeah. He is a bartender. Don't have to help. They have to be nice. They're being paid to be nice to you. They really don't. You should hear what they say when they're behind those swinging doors. They don't want anything to do with you. Leave that to the manager of the place. Uh, you know, break down the, uh, fourth, uh, break down the fourth wall of a restaurant. Go to Hooters and talk to the Hooters girls when they're not Hooters girls. Well, I got five of these guys on the hook. That dude pays me about $300 every week. Just comes in. He thinks he's got a shot. And that dude thinks he's got a shot. There was a girl at Zips on 16th Street and Camelback that worked my friend so hard. It was really, he must have spent 1500 bucks at Zips before he's like, oh, would you like to date me for it? And she went out on a date. And I, let me just say this. At the end of the date, there was a ghetto copter chasing him around because her ex-boyfriend was hiding in the bushes, ready to kill them both. Because she'd lured 15 different dudes into thinking the same thing. Don't F the help. It can be confusing to too many uh, incels when a pretty girl winking and going, you guys are fun, I like you, I'm glad you came in tonight. And then, and then listen, because the table next to you is here in the exact same pattern. Oh, my God, I'm so glad you came. All my other people tonight are lame. You guys are a blast. I'm really glad you came in tonight. I think she wants me. Bro, did you hear that? Did you go back to what she said? Oh, my God, you're back. That's so awesome. I was thinking about you today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can just hear that heart. Today's the day I asked this woman to be my wife. She was thinking that she had to pay her car payment, yep. so she was hoping you'd come in. <laughs> it's a trick. Yeah, you see, she's short her car yeah. payment. That's why she's happy to see you. 
you drop massive tips thinking that's going to get her attention. Uh, I had a friend who was, uh, he's dead now. His name was Mike. And he went over to a bar all the time. Uh, Casey, not Casey Jones, Casey Moores. You know, Casey yeah. Jones. Casey Jones, the one on Bell. Yeah. And there was an adorable little bartender there. And one day he's like, I'm thinking today's the day I'm going to ask her out. And I just, I my head whipped up. Well, what are you talking about? I'm going to ask her out. She's always so sweet to me. Michael, watch her with everyone else. No, I know, but I mean, I'm here every day. Right, so she's extra sweet to you because you pay her every day. You don't realize when you pay someone every day, they're they're a lot nicer to you. (laughs) Prostitutes like a guy who shows up every day. Steady income is what you are to her. That's that. I no, I think it's different. So I I dropped a hundred bucks down, and I said, "Watch this. Watch how nice she is to me now." And I'm like, "You know what? You're awesome. You have a great holiday because it was around uh, Thanksgiving. You have a great holiday. I appreciate all you." You are the sweetest guy in here. I swear to God. And I'm, and I'm like, Michael, did you see her turn on and off when the hundred hit the ground? Working another scene up. Yeah. <laughs> and next thing I see him break out a hundred. Like, oh no 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 no. Listen, it's she's mine. He was in love with her. Yeah. And uh, I, he may have died with a broken heart because <laughs> it never happened. He's like, I just can't. I'm gonna ask her out then, right now in front of everybody. Ask her out. Well, I wouldn't do it that way. Why? You're so convinced she's into you. And shortly after that, we started going to a different bar. Also an incredibly hot uh, bartender there, too. New one. And he was all over. Man, she is and friendly with everybody. And that one was, I'm watching her work the room. It's an amazing thing. I got to hand it to, I don't know male bartenders do that as as easily. I think they're just kind of the fun guy that acts like they don't want to be around you. No, they're usually into you. Yeah, they, yeah. Girls. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, uh, the male bartender. They're there to harvest. It, th- yeah, that, you're right. That advice doesn't apply to women. You can f*** the help. It's not as bad. They'll end up falling in love with you. Yeah, they're there to bang the staff. The girls are there to take your money. It's just like marriage. Sorry, Brett, it's true. Uh, uh, the guys are in it for the, the steady poon, and the girls are in it for the money. I think that's true. Well, yeah, I wouldn't end up knowing that. Come on. Yeah. Those are my vows somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere, 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 somewhere in, in the ceremony, yeah. somebody Look, says that. I know what you're doing, yeah. and I'm fine with yeah. it. It's the reason why women make such a big deal. out. Like, you're in an uncomfortable suit, and you're like, am I doing... They give you a job to do, so you're not really paying attention to when the vows say, and of course, this is all hers now. She's here for the cash, and you're soon going to stop getting blowjobs. Yeah, I do. I, I do. I do. Am I, am I working the suit right now? Do they throw the rice yet? What happens next? You're busy about the choreography. She knows the whole deal. Just wants you to promise legally that that's a thing. Stop singing Southwest Spirit American. Nobody's joyful. No one in your thing is joyful. Nobody. Southwest has always got those guys up there oh. singing and stuff like that. This one was uh, Delta. Was it Delta? Wow, Not okay. joyful. Jo- and Delta's one of the better ones. They got nice planes. Not joyful. You know when you can start singing? When you come on that intercom and you go, guess what? You guys all got here early. The plane's ready. We're leaving an hour and a half before we're scheduled. And we're like, hey, 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 give me some good news. Usually the singing's there because Brady's right. It's a three-hour delay. We've been sitting at the airport for four hours. We're tanked because the airport's a scam. They're one of the biggest, next to recycling, the airport is the biggest scam in the world. The best business that ever happened to every airport in America, 9-11. Best business Ever happened? You know what? Did you notice what happened to airports after 9-11? They turned into malls. Yep. And they asked you to get there three hours before your flight. What in the world was that for? They didn't. You got some top restaurants yeah. in there now that you can. They didn't work on security and speeding you to your plane. You'd think you'd want people milling around less if you were truly interested in less, you know, uh, problems. 
Like, oh, we got to hurry up and figure out a way to get these people in and on the plane. No, no, no. They made it so everybody stayed longer at the airport. Doesn't make any sense. Here's some restaurants, and they're overpriced, and you have to sit in them because there's nothing else to do. I have never once been in a line for security. I've been two hours early and thought, good thing I'm here two hours early. The longest line I've ever been in lasted 35 minutes. It never is a two hour. And that was in Vegas, and it was wrapped around the airport. I'm like, all right. We we're going to be here, here yeah, for a while. I, the, good thing we got here two hours early. The next thing you know, we're sitting at, you know, the the Four Peaks or whatever restaurant, and I'm guzzling $33 vodka and sodas. And I'm like, what's happened? I got scammed. Biggest scam in the world, airports. Those international connections, they have those sky malls, the duty-free shops. Right, yeah. <laughs> they turned them into gigantic malls, bigger than they used to be. It used to be a few places you could go and grab something, like a, a last-second T-shirt for some child that you didn't really think about on your vacation so you get like my dad used to do that my dad used to be the king of the airport gift which was always wherever he was he'd come back probably three days of getting blotto at some convention and then on the way oh yeah i gotta get that boy so my dad knowing i'm a cubs fan went to dallas for his annual convention and would always bring me something but it was always like his last second texas ranger baseball i'm like what's this i got shopping for you i'm like you what this is a mother airport present. Like, this is the last, oh, Jesus, there's, and he'd go to Dallas and grab a, a Ranger shirt. It was always the same thing. Like, I was a Rangers fan all this time. I'm like, I don't want a Rangers shirt. Well, it was next to the bar with the $33 beer. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that's... Yeah, we, it was one bar and the whole mm-hmm. thing. But, yeah, 9-11 made it so we all stayed at the airport longer. So don't you start in with how happy I'm going to be with your song. <laughs> Another thing that's stopping, and this email will prove it, Christmas parties. I remember Trip Reeb said that to me a few years ago. We will never have another Christmas party at my house or your house ever again. No off-premises parties. I'm like, I don't because it was getting out of hand. We had we had a few potential lawsuits going. Our Christmas parties weren't ever out of hand. One guy always was. It was a transition period. Was it back in the days when you know people were having off-premise off-premise Christmas parties like crazy? Well, the radio was, business. It was where they were supposed to be. Your Christmas party was supposed to be at some rented room. But you know, everybody like when did we it. first joined. It was well, that was because our bosses were cheap. Yeah, radio was a, whose house, a house will we do it at? Right, because Chuck didn't want to spend. And then when people sleeping when, in the lawn, even cheap Chuck recognized we got open sex policy here at these uh, people's homes. The guy who's hosting it didn't. I hosted two of them and had. You know, promo kids banging in my laundry room and fights and, like, people breaking things. And the like, gamut. So you would go back to uh, your boss and say, hey, you're paying for this, this, and this. I got dents all over my washer because Daryl and that <laughs> whore were back there kicking it in. And so then even Cheap Chuck moved it over to Rustler's Roost, and we oh, stood outside in 12 degrees. <laughs> Everybody got so food poisoned. Yeah, everybody got food poisoned. Yeah, that, that time was a bad one. <laughs> and it was no longer on the weekend. Sunday. It was a Sunday or a Thursday because it's the cheaper times. Because he realized these things are nothing but trouble. Listen to this one. Uh, it says, I didn't think this was going to uh, get me fired, but it did. Tuesday. It's uh, He emailed me this on Tuesday. So I got fired today for Saturday's Christmas party. My date, a girl I met in the middle of September, uh, kind of seen her off and on since, got out of hand and went into a bedroom at the house where the party was and evidently got naked and crawled around for a few dudes I work with. One was my boss's son. 
Well, his wife found out about it, told the boss's wife, and they're appalled. The son's wife has moved out of their house because <laughs> of this. <laughs> they're all being dramatic about the whole thing. Uh, evidently, she crawled around and guys spanked her and gave her money. I admit it's out of hand, but I had nothing to do with this. And the dudes in the room that were going along with it and spanking her also fired Tuesday. I was told I was responsible for the incident, which is the reason I'm being let go. I'm not sure what happened, but this just ruined me. I will say this. The girl that uh, was doing it is a blast. Fun to take to parties. I didn't expect this, though. Uh, I'm in an effing mess. Just be careful at your Christmas party this year, St. Dale. Well, you brought a girl who took her pants off, <laughs> crawled around and got spanked and took cash from the boss's son. Wait, did he pick her up uh, after she got off shift at Bourbon Street or what? I mean, <laughs> it sounds like it. Did you get a new set put in <laughs> to show everybody? The boss's son's marriage is evidently over. This is all just a Christmas party. This was the, this was the festivities of the Lord's birth. There's a girl with her ass up in the air. Getting spanked by coworkers and the boss's son. That one. Should, I admire what we've done with our Christmas parties. I have to say, not a soul's been fired for it. And there's some firing offenses that we've had at those Christmas parties. But just beware. We have ours later today. Uh, here, I've got stuff to do. I can't make it. I would love to show up, but Brett and I have a lunch. I can't do it. There will be alcohol in the building. I'm not risking it. It's not worth it anymore. It used to be when I was a promo kid. So what? Fire me from that. Now I've got stuff. I've accumulated some things. It's not worth it. Getting sued for saying the wrong thing or even having it implied you said the wrong thing. This dude wasn't even in the room. He brought the wrong hoe to the Christmas party. And ho, ho, ho ain't part of it when she's crawling around with her ass in the air. And she's got her purple bread showing to other guys, and they're spanking her in some room. If you have multiple dates, possible, uh, you know that are possibilities to go with your company Christmas party with you. You know, you don't want to take that one that there's a potential. Right, you don't, you don't want to take, take the one up. that likes to make out with other girls. Uh, well, um, right, it sounds great on not, paper. Not at that but party. Not, not at your work party. Yeah, yeah at your that. buddy's house party. Not this. Brady even lost control at a. Christmas party at my house. Pin some brought up against a wall and wouldn't stop making out where they're dressed like Fonzie. I don't know what he was doing, but they made up. You don't remember that? that oh, I wasn't at that one. Was... Brady wore some leather, black leather jacket and brought some six-foot-tall redhead to the Christmas party and didn't talk to anyone. It was just in the hallway at my house. Just, I think she had him pinned up. It was like Long Duck Dong and that big girl. <laughs> and they were just making out the whole time. It was hilarious. Kissing in the hall. Every time I walked down the hall, I'd see Brady going, How's it going, man? Hey, Brady. Sup, dude? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I think I'm going to throw a finger. Thanks for the two-step stool. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. He had his hand on the wall, leaning up against it. Like, Brady's the hey. king of the planet tonight. Even he hoard off on a Christmas party. And he wasn't drinking. I don't know if the girl was, but I assume she was blind with alcohol the way she was going at it. It happens. Beware of your Christmas party. You can get fired for not even being in the room. You piss off, and that's the other problem. That's Christ, a tough one Christmas, there, because he, he had no idea what was going on. No. Christmas parties with spouses is even worse, especially if your boss's wife is there, because your boss's wife is your eyes and ears of the boss. 
And sometimes you're just hanging around doing something, saying something stupid. Your boss's wife hears it. And or your the girl you brought starts talking to the boss's wife, not knowing who she is, saying this house is gross. It's like all weird and who decorated? This is our home. Ah, who are you? Uh, and then she keeps an eye on that one. You don't want inter- you don't want to mingle. Now I want to have a party where a girl ends up with her ass in the air and she doesn't know anybody and people are spanking her. That's a funny story. And there's some companies that still have that. They're yeah. They're- Eric Bryan at Precision was pretty close. That thing could have yeah, gotten out of hand. Their, their Christmas party could have gotten out of hand pretty easily. Very open. <laughs> Mainly because the boss does a video about taking your pants off and getting spanked. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's okay. But everybody's well-behaved. It's almost, and that would make me, like if I was an employee at, at Eric Bryan's parties for Precision, I would feel like he's trying to trap somebody into getting too comfortable so he can get rid of them. Hey, feel it. Take your pants off. You want to take your pants off? Do it. And anybody who does, like, all right, you know better than that. That was a joke, and you know it was a trap. Yeah, I don't know if that guy's got legal recourse for his girlfriend's spank money party, but everybody getting fired who was part of it? I don't know. Is it worth it? Again, we're getting his version, too. True. Yeah, we don't know what actually happened. But, I mean, as far as he's concerned, girl went in, took her pants off, got spanked. Boss's son was in there. He doesn't even work for the company. His wife's mad. She moves out. The in-laws are involved. they got to fire everybody. What kind of people do you have? Don't take a whore to your Christmas party. You don't have to have a date. I mean, you didn't take a date. Did you, did you take dates? Brady took that dates. That was the first time I brought uh, Medea around everybody. Yeah, but on, that... on years you didn't have anybody. Oh, like, no, 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 no. No, you don't take it. No, I met up and got some from somebody else after the party. That's right. You, know? you don't bring a date to your work Christmas yeah. party because she could take her pants off and get spanked. I brought two one year. I remember that. I remember the one but you brought you... that you made out with for half an hour in my hallway. I had to mop the floors afterwards. It's disgusting. Nobody needed to <sighs> see that. Last thing you see is Brady making out with her. We were talking. You were not. But evidently she was hard of hearing and her ear was in her throat. (laughs) Because that wasn't talking. It was gross. Yeah, Brady brought dates. You brought dates to Christmas parties. Lots of times. Only, uh, you know, then when um, Ronnie and I got married. Well, yeah, obviously. That that, that that ends the dating, But even a couple of those. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you shouldn't bring dates after you get married. But the point is, even a couple of those... It's tough to bring your spouse to some company Christmas party because combination of one, you might not know everyone's name exactly. there. Exactly, it starts turning into that. And then you, want the sales and guy you know hands. everyone there, oh. and they're they're just standing there as you're. You know, you feel bad. Yeah, there they are, not talking to anyone. This guy says my wife's office no longer allows spouses or significant others due to the Christmas parties because of inappropriate behavior a few years ago. Which kind of stinks because it's punishing everyone because of one person's behavior, but it saves me from going. If it wasn't that one guy, it would have been someone else. That's a good move. That's a good company move. (laughs) Christmas parties are, they've become dangerous because everybody's too sensitive. You never know. You just don't know. You can be making fun of something and just be overheard. It's not, it's, uh uh-uh. And the alcohol's flowing. And inevitably, the two people that have kind of had a little chemistry all year, but not supposed to mention that at work, bump into each other. They're drunk. Now they're dry humping on the boss's couch. The boss's wife sees it. Her ass is in the air. Everybody, I'm handing her five bucks. It's just a bad idea. There was that one year we could have played uh, N-word or F-word live at our Christmas <laughs> That's party. That's right, because one of our guys got drunk, and yep. we found out 
that when you're drunk and from Boston, you can't help but say <laughs> over and over again. That was horrible. Yeah, we, it is a good story, though. Oh, it's great. Especially the aftermath, the, the Monday after the Christmas party with the tears and the gifts. That was my favorite part of it. Everyone who's, who was potentially offended got a gift. And I was, I can't, I don't think I'm, it's, I'm capable. I was just worried that the dude was done. The tears come flying in. I get a bag. I open the bag and it was a, a dusty bottle of alcohol. I'm like, you took this off your shelf. You were just, <laughs> just cleaning out the house. And also, I assume that your wife said, we're, no more alcohol in the house. So that was his way of getting rid of it and also apologizing because he wasn't allowed to have it in the house anymore. There's no way. Thanks for the bottle of Kahlua that the seal's busting. <laughs> you already right. had some. <laughs> Wife says I'm not allowed to have this stuff around the house anymore, so here you go. Sorry about that whole thing with the N-word over and over. Hey, look, that's you doing that. I, I, I thought it was wrong, but there's nothing I could do but laugh at the whole thing being so absurd. So I, thanks for the dusty bottle of Jack. I'll, I appreciate that. And he still worked here, which was... And then... He was a multiple offender because he grabbed. Oh yeah, he grabbed year before wife Gina on a couple occasions. Oh my goodness! Christmas parties, enjoy them there. This is the big weekend. This Friday and Saturday are the big ones where people lose their minds for Christmas parties. Last weekend was the kickoff. This is the oh, mother of all Christmas parties weekend. It's going to be big. Be careful. DUIs on top of it all that can get you arrested. We got an email that comes through here every once in a while on our. That they, if you get a ticket, they know about it. Did you? If you get a speeding ticket, our company finds out, and I'm not sure how, but you, they find out about it. You have to when you drive one of the company vehicles, you have to take a test, and they have to run a background check on you. No and kidding. Then they send all the stuff in. So it's so, basically, so all your info's there. Yeah. Because one of the sales ladies got a speeding ticket, and they got an email from work. I'm like, what? How did that happen? They know about your stuff. That's weird. I didn't know that was a thing. So, so what if I'm going like 95 in a school zone? I'm fired? Could be. Too too close. Too close. You're too in my biz. That's yeah, crazy. Wow. We noticed your car parked out front Sunny's uh, <laughs> right. last night. Well, you got an Apple tracker they start, on me? Yeah, now they're tracking. Are you GPSing me? Well, we just were curious what you're up to in the daytime. We also have some video surveillance of you spanking a girl in a Christmas party. It was You gave her $5. That's the girl's pants were down. That's at least $10. <laughs> we don't like hiring cheap employees. Yeah, so beware. This is a big weekend for the crazy, and uh, it could be upon you as you get ready for your Christmas extravaganzas. And that, where the singing can break out at one of those. You can have sing-song in sure. a Christmas. That's where it's supposed to happen. Fest- festive occasions. Not some place that just hit me over the head for, you know, $1,000 to fly round trip. To El Paso to go see people I'm really not comfortable with. Do you want to hear a song? Not from you. That's why I wore headphones. What are you doing? I want you to print out my bag thing and not give me any hassles. That's all. Well, I brought my stuff from home. I have a microphone and a karaoke box. <laughs> what a punch! I knew you. I should have flown set jet. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. Set jet. It's the only way to fly. You think about it, it's like a set jet. That that costs more. You're probably spending four or five hundred dollars at the four peaks during your delay. Anyway, while you're sitting in that scam of an airport, airports. Got you know, you. I would also say if uh, 
both flight attendants at SetJet began to sing. Oh, I my God. No problem with yeah, that. You know why? Right, right. You know why? Because yeah. you're happy. Because <laughs> they've made you happy. You're on the plane in minutes, like literal minutes of arriving. Your car's being parked by someone else. You've got a drink in your hand on the way into the like you They let you carry it into the plane. It's glorious. And if they started singing, you'd be like, but the pilot came out and sang. It's because we're all so happy. Nothing's gone wrong. Now, I'm not sitting at some four peaks, $300 into a bill going, when's this thing leaving? Sorry, folks, another delay. So, this time we have mechanical problems. So, Do you believe in life after love? What are you doing? This isn't helping. The Delta guy was out front of the uh, lost luggage department singing. <laughs> right. Just to people fuming. And soon I hope Jewish people get mad that he's singing Christmas carols to him. Be more inclusive. That's when I get all of that. I'm, I'm on board with that one. No, because then they'll sing the Hanukkah song from Sandler. No, no, eliminate, eliminate it all. Someone needs to go up and just clock the guy. Enough singing. Start printing tickets, asshole. It would be even worse if it's the person that just kind of has nothing to do that walks around those automated kiosks that get you your tickets and help you if you need they somebody. don't help anybody they go and get somebody they're a, they're a conduit to a person who can help this machine just locked up on me hold on a second i'll be right back and then somebody smart comes over and fixes the machine if that person started singing to me it's elbows elbows all through their faces ah the holidays they're lovely and another message keep your goddamn pants on at the christmas party too if your pants start coming off here, old Uncle John here telling you, hey, keep your pants on. Take it somewhere else. Wrong party. Yeah, don't. Nope, nope, nope. Just keep your pants on. There's a time and a place for pants off, and it's very rarely with coworkers. Come That's on, all I can pants say. off, pants off. If there are more than one coworker is within 20 feet of you, pants stay on. Pants stay on. Pants stay on. One coworker. In a room, 90% chance your pants should stay on. Still give you that 10% opening, just because you never know that coworker's a smoker or not. She could be really hot. If you work with a girl and you hook up, don't do it at the Christmas party. Take it somewhere else. Get an Uber together or get an Uber separately so nobody's talking. Head over That's to the idea. whatever, Motel 6 or some parking lot. I don't know what well, You don't want to be able to brother once go to Motel 6. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Although, maybe you do. Yeah. You can dismiss her fairly easily and Uber her back to her trailer, and then you're done. <laughs> Keep your pants on. Keep your pants on this holiday season. That's what I say. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Still streaming. 
Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, there you go. Thank you, Alliance. One more time with Alliance tomorrow, and then they're they're in our rear view, and I'm I for one will miss them. So sad. Uh, yesterday, well, I got to say, happy, happy anniversary to Brett. I don't know if you know this. It's your, sort of your anniversary today. They took away Columbus Day from All your right, people. The official, but they'll never, ever, ever, ever take away December fourteenth, nineteen seventy-seven, ever. Which is bigger to me than your Columbus Day. Release date for... Uh... Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. That's right. Saturday Night Fever came out this day, 1977. Columbus, there's arguments about whether or not he did anything. There is no doubt, no debate what happened to this nation. I think it was the birth of the nation on December 14th, 1977. We became the America we are today. The second John Travolta was walking down the street with those paint cans in his hands and starting off Saturday Night Fever. amazing day. And so incredibly impactful that even this, what, uh, nearly 50 years later, he can still do a commercial with John Travolta walking down the street dressed as Santa Claus and everybody gets it. It's a reference that even young people understand. Donna Pascal's in that. Is the, she? Yes, she's in the commercial. One of the ladies from Saturday Night Fever is, gives him a little head nod in the middle of him. There's like, a couple of them in there. Yeah. Just the, the, like the cameos, yeah. Like, that's Donna Pascal. That's, that's the one. I say, uh, is that really him dancing? I think it is. I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So, happy anniversary to Brett. Should have took the day off. His people. Find my hair. Right. <laughs> and will they ever say, uh, will they ever take Saturday Night Fever away and replace it with Last of the Mohegans? I don't think so, Hell but that's what they did with Columbus Day. Indigenous Movies Day. No, this one is yours forever. This one is forever and ever. And that you. soundtrack, too. Well, that changed everything. I mean, man. Release that again today in a movie, and it's going to do pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's remarkable. So happy anniversary, I got Thank that. you. Another anniversary we're creeping up on. Some lady just pointed it out, and my brain won't do it. I, I believe we're walking up because I get real confused on how long ago New Year's Eves are. But this will be the 25th anniversary of the uh, – Marcy just emailed me this. The 25th anniversary – of Y2K, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? Because we start on z- zero, so then it'll be 24 years after. So 99 to zero, 24th, 25th, but still a quarter of a century almost, or absolutely, since we flipped the F out over that. And if you weren't around for that, that was a very legitimate concern. Businesses lost their minds. Banks send it Especially out. radio. Oh, radio didn't know what to do. And it was then- on a mountain for five hours <laughs> they thought it was all going to just stop working it was insane but banks were sending out things going hey you might get zeroed out well i'm so shocked we didn't all just pull our money out i thought about it. i didn't have enough to do but i was, was horrifying air. you were on when it I happened on, yeah when the, i had a mini prep over. kit in case things were, yeah i didn't i just kind of kept my eyes on australia if it starts collapsing there they're a whole day ahead of us we didn't have to worry about anything all we had to do was sit back and go Okay, nothing happened there. Right. And nothing going on there. We're good. And when Australia went off and we crossed our fingers, like, we're good. That little island off of Australia that goes first, that gets the New Year first, just outside of Tasmania. It doesn't even have a name. It's just, you know, that one. Nobody blew up. Nothing exploded. All their stuff kept working. We're like, we're good. Then Sydney happened. We're like, all right, we could just. And we celebrated like crazy. But that, that was. Jesus, I mean, that's how fast time is going. It's a quarter century later that that's going on. 
You're 47 years removed from the debut of Saturday Night Fever. It's more important. That is the bigger one. 44th anniversary of the release of The Jerk. That's pretty awesome, too. Pretty moving. I watched that uh, over Thanksgiving. It's still pretty damn funny. It's got a lot of great parts. And then for no reason at all, and as I watched it, I'm like, that's a total Steve Martin moment of the 70s in the cat juggling scene. So unnecessary and so stupid and like... Turn it off! Yeah, he thought it would be... I, th- I think he thought audiences would find it. But that's how high we were in the 70s, that in the middle of a movie, cat juggling was like, oh, that... And people loved it. And it was... It's just... It's not even a little funny. It's just weird. And it comes out of nowhere. Uh, another thing, everybody's trying to get me to talk about this, like I'm going to do anything. Uh, I've gotten about six or seven uh, emails, a couple of texts that have come through about... Fox 10 just did a story about uh, Southwest Airlines having an inclusion policy for their larger passengers. And here's their deal. I didn't know this. You buy a ticket, you talk to the ticket agent and say, I'm fat. You might have noticed I'm fat as f***. I'd like another seat. They've got to give it to you. There's no buy in the second seat. Southwest Airlines has inclusion policy that basically says, you're right. You're fat as f-. Here's two for one. So you get a two for. It's actually beneficial. Can you go for a triple? And there's triples available. <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a three-seater. How do you, you can, get on the plane? You if you're can a go pig, exactly. you can get three seats. You shouldn't be flying anywhere. You should be walking. <laughs> if you take up more than one airline seat, shame on you. You take up the whole row? Where are you going other than to that weird little Iranian doctor that cuts your guts out on TV on the TLC? You've got to be 2,000 pounds to be that big. Uh, but again, because that's the society we live in, it was being praised as a great move for large body inclusion. Uh, you, you know, if you're that, if you need three seats, you need to be on a C one thirty, not a seven thirty seven. I saw, I, mean, I saw how you fly. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was in charge. It was called Operation Dumbo Drop. Yeah. Ugh. What are you thinking? And where's your shame going out in public looking like that? Stay home. What's wrong with you? If those three seats have a maximum of 600 pounds? No, there's no way. No, no, no. I mean total. Like combined, all three. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's no way. Yeah. It would be 200 you're, pounds you're, a person. You're not getting on the plane. Yeah, nobody. I've seen rows way over 600 pounds. Let's smoke in the band to take you cross yeah. country. Well, three of me is over 600 pounds. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, you, me, and Brett flying us over 600 pounds, so our aisle would be too much. But imagine that. You, me, and Brett, we fit in an aisle, in a row. You get some dude who's like, I need this row, because he's the size of... that's you're the too, size of three of us. You're too huge and embarrassing to leave your house. Stay at home with your enabler and your poop-wiping stick and towel. And don't leave until you figure out how to get this. You do not. People need to be shamed. If you take up two and a half seats on an airplane... <laughs> You're not allowed out. You're just not allowed out. And besides, how are you getting out? They have to cut the wall off of the back of your house to get you out of it every time. I've seen that movie, too. How long till somebody puts a fat suit on just so they can get the whole row? Boom. That's the point. Right, it's a brilliant idea. Now though. it's beneficial. Yep. Now there's a, there's a reason to do it. You get a little more room. All you have to do is, what I'm going to do, I'm never going to pack another bag. I'm going to wear all my clothes. I've tried this before, but now I'm going to wear coats, and I'm just going to puff up. I'm gonna have, you might have noticed I'm, I'm fat as f- and I'm not ashamed of it. I'd like a second seat. I should be. I should be expressing great shame in what I've done to my body. 
but I'm not. I'm actually here for the freebies. That's a bad one there. Get the uh, Destination XL plane. Airlines. Charge them extra is what you should yeah. do. <laughs> Less seats. And, and call it what it is. Shame tax. Oh, my God. We provided a chair for you and you don't fit in it and you expect a second one for free? No. Shame tax. You're getting a second seat for the price of that seat. <laughs> Period. It should say that on your ticket. Yeah. Yeah, shame tax. Mm-hmm. It's right there on there. In bright red letters, shame tax for you letting yourself go this badly. Oh. I don't want to hear anybody blame. Well, the seats are so small. No, they're not. No. No, they're not. There's plenty of room for you in that seat. Yeah. Plenty of room. If you're bleeding over into the guy next to you, you should look at yourself and say, I've done this. I need to st-. let that be your barrier for the future. Yeah. It's not the best seat to be in for two hours, but you can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Shana says, well, the only good news about this is the biggins can act as flotation devices for the rest of us. Not all of them. Not all of them. Some of them sink. English Bulldog. I've been reading a lot about those since I got bus. They have to, the ones that have the noses that point up. They got to work not to sink. Yeah, I believe they call that uh, brachiocephalic. So when their noses point up, they have to lift their heads to swim and their bodies sink down. It, it's not a good thing. And there's people that have that too. Somebody who breathes like this <gasps> is not a flotation device. They're going down. Brachiocephalic sounds That sounds dirty. dirty. You know? When the vet kept saying it, I kept giggling. <laughs> Why do you laugh? I'm like, you keep saying phallic. <laughs> Cephalic sounds Cephalic even sounds worse. like there's something wrong with it. Syphilis on my phallic? <laughs> Will you grow up? Probably never, so come up with better words. How about you change? But no, the uh, the shame of it all is that they're being rewarded for this. And who loses? The Us, normals. People who fit in a single seat because they're going to start charging extra. For, uh, you know, their losses. They're they're losing a seat in this That's seat. not a new policy. That's always been the policy, Evidently, right? but it just came out. It Well, no. It Wait, is what? Fairly new, but it just came out that all you have to do is ask. I don't think anybody knew that. So I think uh, Fox 10 is like kind of cat out of the bag. Of the, hey, do you know all you had to do was just tell them? You noticed that I'm a fat mother <laughs> I need two. And they're like, yeah, you get that second one free just for asking. It's like that Oreo thing yesterday. It's maybe it's a glitch, but right now in the wording of the deal, it's like if you ask and we uh, we assess that you're bleeding over too far into seat two, you get that seat for free. Used to have to buy two seats, and that's why they're saying Southwest being applauded for their large body inclusion. What? You were never excluded. You take up two seats, you pay for two seats. It's called logic. It works up perfect. So a one seater might get bumped. Yeah, they're like a full a flight. Or my guess is Chunks has to move because they're selling seats. Sold seats probably go like first in line. That's priority. And then when Chunks shows up and says, hey, I have to get two, we're like, we're going to get you. Well, this one's all full up. So if you want two seats, they're all paid for on this. We've got to wait for you to have an open seat. And I don't know if you can do it when you buy the ticket and then you got to go down to the ticket agent and get your measurements and prove how huge you are. And then they'll go, yeah, you're a two-seater, so we won't sell the one next to you. I don't know how it works, but it ain't right. Hayden emails in, and I've always loved this idea. You pay by the pound. Pay by the pound. Make it a good thing. You know, anorexics would be like $13 to fly them, like you're faxing them somewhere. Chubba-dubs, you're $7.50 one way. I can't afford that. 
Looks like you need to cut back on something. Hmm, where do we start? Where do we start with your cutbacks? Oh, I've got an idea. Five dinners. Cut that back down to the regular one, and I bet you can start affording airline tickets again. And they had dollar Oreos. It's ridiculous how much we're charging people for flying by the pound. Is that the ridiculous part? By the pound. You'd see a lot more action. You know, business flyers would be... Then you'd want to be on business flights with people who fly all the time. Because they'd be thin. And it has a lot to do with that influencer that was on the other day. This isn't one of them, but this is another group. Uh. Fat Girl Traveling Network. What? Is it a show? On on Instagram. Oh, it's an Instagram thing about fat ladies going places. Yep. (laughs) They organize world tours. I need them to do something for me, the Fat Girls World Traveling Tour. Uh, Give me their itinerary so I can avoid where they go. (laughs) It's the last thing I want to do is be on a plane for 12, 15 hours overseas and have the Fat Girl Traveling Crew hanging out on that thing. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, there's a hot air balloon. Oh, that is dangerous. How in the world are they defying gravity? One balloon per fat. Nope. There's nope. A whole they crammed them all in the... How strong are hot air balloons? This must be Check the... Check out the two skinny dudes in the middle. Yeah, well, Did you ask Meathead if they saw who was going to say. The... Yeah, no, Meathead's house is still standing. If that thing hit his house <laughs> with the fat girl world travelers, there would it would have been worse than 9-11. If the Fat Girl World Traveling Group ever ties up with Al-Qaeda, they'll just float balloons into the sides of buildings and do more damage. This one says, Memories from Fat Camp, Finger Lakes Wine Country Tour. That one in the middle's got to stop dressing like in pink because she looks like a humongous wad of hubba bubba. <laughs> it shouldn't be beneficial. Pay by the pound. Hayden's right. You pay by the pound. There would have been times when I've been like, damn it, paying a little extra for my flight. I got another flight coming. You'd work out before you'd fly. Oh, my God. Like I'd hit it'd be that. like a UFC cut-a-thon. <laughs> right. You're just cutting like, weight. You're sweating. You're in a suit. I'm dropping weight, and I got a flight coming up here. I saved 50 uh, bucks. Oof, man, yeah. You guys <laughs> saved $75 because I, I dumped weight before the flight. I rehydrated yeah. before I got back on. So. I can't believe how much they're charging for flying. I can't afford this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seems like your financial advisor is ignoring one of your columns. See, he's done absolutely nothing here at the gym. There's zero dollars. That's good savings right there. There's a $14,000 a month on food. Texter says, John, you know that thing that they make you put your luggage in to see if it fits in the overhead? Right. When's the people person one coming right. for that? Sit in the chair. If you don't fit, you can't go. <laughs> oh, come on. I got a glandular problem. What, you eat 3,000 pounds of glands a day? That's the only problem you've got. <laughs> this guy. I got to pay extra for my oversized luggage. Right. But, but fat person carrying their meat luggage around is okay? What <laughs> yes. is this? Meat luggage. That is what it is. Fly cargo. It angers us all. And I understand you're out there rolling around in your oversized body, but come on. Why should you get something free for all the mistakes you've made in life? That's what everyone is saying. 51 pounds? Okay. 52? Not good. Not good. (laughs) Got to start digging through that thing and empty it out. They should have a bariatric surgeon right there at the desk. Well, we can suck some of this out right here, or you can pay for two (laughs) seats. 
I'll just pay for the two. Do I got two meals? You get one? No. If I got two seats, that's four bags of nuts. Sure, I suppose we'll give you extra nuts. Yes, win! It's disgusting to me. It's not like handicapped people who have, like, sticks and stuff to carry. They got to find a place to put all that. I would be all for that. Some guy comes on. I got these sticks. I got cerebral palsy. I got whatever it takes. I need a seat to put all my stuff. Okay. That's free. That makes sense to me. To no fault of your own, you've got the pulse. You've got the, you know, you've got to carry around some sort of helpers, some crutches, some somethings. This guy makes a good point. He says, I identify as fat, so do I get an extra seat automatically? Great point. Great point. I feel like I'm blobbing over into the yeah. next seat. I also have long arms. I like to move mine over into the seat next to me. It's ridiculous. I think I think Southwest is just bowing to the pressure because so many of us are blobbing over into the second seat. You should have the treadmill seat for free. You can fly for free if you're running the treadmill the whole time. Keep up a decent pace back there. Even underneath the uh, seat, it has the little peddler thing that sure. people have at their desk. Yeah, the last thing I need is a chunk banging his knees into the yeah. back of my chair trying to pedal. Then we do it for a discount. <laughs> Are you eating nuts and exercising? What's wrong with you? Everything. <laughs> yeah, and then just licking the dust off the tray that doesn't go down all the way. Because it rests on their big yeah, But it's got belly. a hole in it that I can put all the dust in. Uh, the dust catcher. Way to go there. And again, I, I aim this at my friend Troy Hayden at Channel 10 who did this story. You know, Fox, Fox News is known for their opinions. Come back from that story and go, what the f*** is going on? Come on. And I don't blame Southwest Airlines. That's a quality carrier. They get it back and forth. They do their job. It's us. What's wrong with us? John, What's you wrong did... with you that you want a discount for bleeding over into the second seat? Where's your embarrassment factor going? You know discount, what I take you up? You want the whole row. I take up two. I pay for two. I would say majority are. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe not majority, I but I'll tell you this. Right, but still, because the minority once you get to that point, you're like, eh, I'm not flying. Probably. Those are the ones who still have great shame in their bodies, and that's the right way to live. You should always have shame. If my nose poked out any further, it would go into the seat in front of me. And if I'm like, look, there, nobody can sit in front of me, but my nose, it's not my fault. I should have to pay for that seat. If I'm causing a second seat to be used, that's on me. I pay for that. John, I know you did the list yesterday, but can we get a late entry for band name? Yeah. Meat Luggage? Meat Luggage is a great band name. Yeah, that's a solid one. Really good. I don't know. So I could save $150 on a flight if I got a divorce? Sign me up. <laughs> I'll lose that weight. <laughs> Yeah. You're paying for your wife's ticket, too. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I just think it's so logical to me, and I don't know how anybody fights it. You take up two things, you buy both things. It just, how is that lost on anyone? I take up two seats. That costs two seats. I can't afford that. Then you're not going. You know what I can't afford? Of my own private jet. But I don't cry. That it's because, you know, well, just haven't had the brakes to be able to... So, I fly. I don't fly private jets. It's just as simple as that. You know what else? I'm not a professional baseball player. That stinks. But guess what? I didn't make it. So, I, I, I'm not. And I'm not trying to be one. 
I'm also not a doctor. I never went to school for it. I'm never going to be a doctor. You take up two seats, you pay for it. It's logic. It's just logical. Yeah, it that doesn't make any sense. And if you have, or, or either that or you have to wear a sign that says oversized load. That's it. Just like you do when you take up two lanes on the freeway. Oversized load. And you have to walk around with the airport on that. All over you. Big, big red flag big hanging off your ass. hanging off the back of you. A truck behind you with lights. Yeah, you know, we had an oversized load. load. Yeah. Why would you want to point out my problems? I'm not. You're doing it. And try that one on for size. Seat's taking it. That's an empty seat. (laughs) You're not walking down that aisle and looking at that row going, that's where I want to sit. No, I'm so glad that he's had to purchase two. It's crazy. And then, Brady, I don't know if you got this story or not. My favorite part of the story was what this guy was doing after he got busted. Headline's the best. Naked man found atop headless mother. (laughs) Whoa. He sliced his mom's head off and then laid down on her until the cops got there. Uh, Which is bad enough, right? Murders happen all the time. This is a pretty awful one. His name is Jeffrey Surgent. Called 911 after confessing to them, I just killed my mom. Took her head off. Threw it to the side there and then laid on top of her dead body. Now, just a few feet away from where they were, the cops were like, there's her head. We got this all figured out. It was in Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, he was also naked hmm. on top of his uh, decapitated mom's mom body. naked? Uh, didn't say. Yeah. She was 74. He uh, also told police, oh, by the way, I've got some mental issues. You think? Uh, and then he screamed uh, he was sorry. And as they took him away, and there's video of this, he was singing Jesus Loves Me. Yes, I know. Wow. That one? Yeah. <laughs> this I know. Or the Bible tells Jesus me so. Jesus loves me, this I know. Covered in blood. Uh, naked. He was taken to a medical facility and charged with first-degree murder and a weapons offense. We've got to tack on a few extra things. Uh, Jersey. Indicated, a, a, yeah, exactly. A knife was used to separate the victim's head from her body. The neighbors were also interviewed. And then the lady says... Uh, he used to play with our kids. He seemed real nice. This is weird. I ate ribs with that. Her actual quote. This is weird. Yeah. Anytime your neighbors have decapitated another neighbor, it's weird. Jesus loves me. This I know. Because the Bible tells me so. I think sometimes the news goes out and finds that one family. The other one's like, no. No, we knew. Yeah. I told my kids never to, never to look at him. This dude was a head-cutting-off machine. We knew it the second they moved in. He's 40. He lives with his mother. He's outside naked sometimes. We knew. We knew. But now he'll find the Lord and think that he's okay, which is another strike against that vicarious redemption thing. And he's going to probably be intolerable in jail. And at least it's not an Arizona jail where Katie Hobbs has decided not to kill anybody anymore. I just don't... Have the faith that um, we can do it, right? So we're not going to do it. Some dude was supposed to get off tomorrow, and she delayed it. And gave a big press conference about that. I just don't know that we have the capabilities of um, getting it done right, so um, we're not going to do it anymore for a little bit. <laughs> I'm state president, and I say no. How is she in for? Is that a two- yeah. or four-year thing? <laughs> I think it's six. six. Is it really? Christ. Yeah. Yeah, Because the only reason we lost Nappy is because she took a job with the press, right? 
Napolitano? Yeah, didn't she take a job with? That the was president? years ago. We've had a couple governors since. No, I know, but but she did cut, she, she was cut early? short because she went. No, no and didn't she go work for the president? Yeah, she yeah. left. Yeah, she was one. Uh, Nicholas is trying to make the uh, make me dance. Says, you know, there's one guy that could have an airline oh, no. for fat people. That- <laughs> They wouldn't have to pay extra unless they got extra, if you know what I'm saying. I'm like, I know what you're doing, Nicholas. And I'm not so sure that it's going to work, but yeah. it is. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Happy holidays, players. I just heard about the greatest airline of all time, Fat Bitch Air. All right. We usually only fly about 13 feet off the ground because our jets can't lift our bitches. And that's a requirement for me. If I can't lift you, oh, baby. That means I'm just going to f*** you on the ground. All right. We call it Regal Blaze Air. We get you up in the air. And then whatever happens up there, we don't care, girl. That's how it works. Mm. Besides that, ain't no seats. Just a replica of my big fat wang. That's what you sit on when you're on Regal Blaze Air. Just waiting your turn. Mm. I'm your pilot. I'm going to have to keep you in your upright position. The maximum airspeed of... 69 miles per hour. <laughs> 69 miles an hour. We ain't getting no. 69 miles an hour. These fat bitches slow this jet down. <laughs> try to haul this weight around. This thing's brutal. It's like watching a bus getting towed by a tow truck. It ain't going very fast. But that's all right. Get your fat asses up in the air in case of emergency. In case of an emergency, my big sack of balls is going to fall in front of your face. Place that over your nose and mouth and breathe. In-flight meal for our British passengers is going to be some bangers and mash. I'll provide the bangers. You provide the mash, baby. And you'll have to pay for one seat. Because you ain't going to be in it very long, girl. We're going to be in the bed in the back. That's right. You pay a little extra for that as well. Regal Blaze Air. You know, exit rows. Exit rows? Who's trying to get off this jet? <laughs> Trapped. And by all means, when you're taken care of visit the trough in the back of the jet. <laughs> you can wallow around in our water basin and then eat out of that big-ass trough, piggy, and then come on back for more. All right. That's right. We're going to film the whole thing. We got two sections on our jets, by the way. We got coach, and then we got first ass. All right. <laughs> Who's up? Regal Blazers up. Also, all the extra seats for my big ladies, right up here in what I like to call the other cockpit. Mm. Mm. We've got an email from somebody who says, never gets old. Some would disagree. But I do know what does get old, a woman. So nobody over 35 can fly on Regal Blaze Air. Besides that, most women I like don't live much past 35. Their hearts stop about 37. And rightfully so, baby, because I'm going to make your heart skip a beat. Mm, mm, mm. Ride it. Rico Blaze Airlines. All right. Over and out. Steady captain. Big fat lady airline. Stop it. Also, um, I got an email yesterday from another one of our characters that said, uh, now that Brady lost Rock Wars and has to do uh, the 6-9 act with a sex doll <laughs> live in person at one of our events, uh, I'd like to recommend 
something that I can provide. And it was an email from him. I said, I can get him the sex doll. It's, it's uh, pretty lifelike if he wants, and it's a lot cheaper. I can just bring it on over. And then it was signed Randall Bird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I giggled all the way home after I read that. Thanks, Randall. We might take you up on that one. Depends on how much these sex dolls cost. Uh, yeah, that isn't good. Now everybody's sending in their Rico Blaze jokes. I'm not doing them. Stop it. <laughs> Stop that immediately. And then we had our last, uh, you know, uh, obviously Randall Bird is, I think officially, we haven't made it official. We'll do a big official announcement. He's Frank Caliendo's um, 2023 Nathan Sutherland Heel of the Year Award winner. Randall Bird is our guy, you know, banging that 79-year-old dead body. Still got 48 hours. I know. We got some time before we connect. But there was a lady who actually made a last-ditch push. Uh, I forgot her name. She took her little Shih Tzu, stuffed it in a fire pit, lit it on fire because she said it was a possessed animal. It was a rat. And voices from heaven told her that she had to do this for the greater good of whatever she's crazy and so i had to explain to a few people like here you go this might be the s heel of the year she lives here in town and that's the whole point of the they walk amongst us um she is so mentally like messed up that it wasn't she wasn't trying to blend in with society the rule itself is you would you wouldn't have known like they're just walking amongst us this Rand- one, like, Randall made it a while. Right, Randall was working with folks. Nobody knew it was a surprise. This lady did what she did, and everybody's kind of like, "Ah, oh, we should have thrown her in the in the in the padded room a long time ago." Everyone talking about her, and they had it. And the worst part is the way the boyfriend found out it happened. The video cameras around the house they kept up to keep her, you know, because they knew she was up to no good. Uh, they watched her do that. The dog died in like two seconds. Like it was just yeah, an explosion. Man. Terrible human being. Does she get some mention? Yes. She's on the podium. Right. But she was mentally damaged, obviously, before. She wasn't allowed to work or do stuff. Is she bat crazy and miserable and awful? And do I want her to roast like the dog did? Yes, I do. No question. There's no trial necessary. We got it on videotape. I don't want to hear that she's got mental dis. I don't want anybody to ever, like, you let that out again. It's like, well, oh, you're better now? What did you do again? And then you find out. It's like, nope, you're done. You're out of society. You can't participate with the rest of us. No more reindeer games for you. You're out. That's it. You you burn a dog in a fire pit in, because God told you. You're out. Because I don't know when that's going to snap back into place. Done. But uh, we, we knew about her, so I don't want to give her the award. Randall Bird's one that was like, if Brett... If you found out your coworker boned a dead body. And he's another one. Finished. Why he needs to breathe another breath is beyond me. Once we get all that sorted out. Now, he's got a trial coming, unless there's cameras. If you got it on camera, I think that's a, that's a futuristic uh, Holmberg for President moment. If we have you on camera, although AI is changing that. If we have you on camera committing this egregious, nightmarish crime of picking up a little Shih Tzu, tossing it in a fire, and shutting the door... Uh, that's enough. We don't have. We're not wasting taxpayer money on trying to get a mistrial or get you a lesser sentence. Whatever that is, you're doing it. You have to understand what she was going through. Nah, Mm-mm. no, I don't. A lot of people going through a lot of stuff don't throw a little adorable dog into a fire. Just don't do it. 
you, uh, you you try to have sex with kids. Yeah, that's enough. We got proof of that. You're out. You're done. There's no reason to try to give you a job again. You're out. But the video cameras should make it so. It does it for cops. I'll tell you that. Their video cameras make it so they're immediately punished. So let's turn it around. A cop does something stupid. We go right to the video camera, and the dude doesn't have a fair trial. He's immediately suspended without pay, and then we're going to put him on trial. And he's going to jail for even longer than normal. Sorry, you qualify for a camera. That's right. You're, you're it. You're done. If we have you on tape, and it is you, you're out. There's no trials for you. But Randall Bird, I think it's official. I think Randall Bird is our champion for the year of our... Nathan Sutherland annual heel of the year award brought to you by Frank Caliendo. Oh, I don't this think broads right up there though yeah. too. Oh, she's in the mix of being a horrible person. But I think just burning honorable up. mention. Nah, dishonorable. Yeah, dishonorable mention. mention. Her, the lady in Chandler yeah. with the other dogs. April, the dude that was having sex with the dead body he found in his alley back in February. Yeah, and leaving it there. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was not a good Trying one. Trying to block it. Yeah, there's a lot of those. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, like, we can't do that. Why? One man's trash is enough. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> it's just the trash alley. That doesn't work. But yeah, I don't want to give that to somebody who's obviously so mentally disturbed they couldn't be part of society to begin with. That's more of a, that's on us. That's on us for being, a, again, I've talked about this before, for cutting back on the dudes with the long arm coats that used to come and Wrap those people up and put them away for a little while. Long arm jackets. I miss the days. I'll never forget that day in Lowell, Indiana. That weird dude running down the street. That was the first time I ever knew about it. Two dudes showed up, wrapped him up, stuffed him in a car, and they left. <laughs> Me and my, I think it was my cousin Sean and Kelly, if I remember. I don't remember who it was with. Mo Mark Cassius was there. Because we heard all the ruckus, went over there. It was a giant white truck. I thought it was an ice cream truck. I was a little boy. Just like the cartoons yeah, in the was. movies. It was some dude acting crazy. He was going to kill his parents. God knows what was going to go on. Wrapped him up in the long coat. I don't know that he ever came back. Or have the pride of what they used to do in West Virginia when I lived there. and had the glory of spending the night at the Rieger house at a slumber party and they kept the really screwed up brother in the attic and locked him up there. And that was when they had company. He wasn't allowed down. That was the Appalachian way. It was. <laughs> oh, was it ever. You better hide. time. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it was a better time. Yeah. No, none of us it were going to get. hasn't stopped. None of us were going to get raped, murdered, incidentally fingered, beaten up, whatever, by the beast they couldn't control. The mutant kid. And this dude who killed his mother and chopped her head off and laid on top of her. Another commercial for Dr. Lynn, if you ask me. Was your naked neighbor allowed out of the house? He was, right? Yeah, Brady had that going on back in Ohio. The, Bob Ray? Yeah, Bob Ray, the naked neighbor. <laughs> You're going to act like it was normal again, but it wasn't. And you know he was beaten off. He yeah. kept it inside. No, well, right, up he against the he window. He contained it. But Watching. that doesn't make it better if you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I wish to God we could meet the people who moved away. The other ones, the the neighbors on the other side who actually oh. put their house up for sale because everybody Bob else yeah. in your life has been more revealing. Once <laughs> right, we get yeah. the real deal, when, they, when Bob Ray was beaten off in that style. Yeah, we didn't even find out about that until later on after right. they, because that's they're like we don't even want to. Right, the police weren't called. Your mother had the job to tell Bob to keep his clothes on. Just mash it, mash it in a <laughs> box, and never talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, 
the mash it down, that was kind of the way. Or just kick somebody in the teeth. We never brought up the fact that that guy that fell on my sister on that train was probably up to no good. We just caught him, that's all. Get out of here, you. Ah. We brushed him away. Then everybody kept their eyes on him. He may have actually fallen down. You figured, uh, you know, you also figured, oh, they got caught. They'll never do that again. Right. Well, we caught them, so it doesn't matter what they... Yeah. We, we also were very, like, eh, not not happening to us again. Let's go rape somebody else. Psychology will tell you they will. They will. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Not me. Mm-hmm. We've got an eye on him. He's not coming back for us. But yeah, Dr. Lin, high five. Oh, I've got two people in my life that have kids between the ages of 11 and 14 who have had those kids try to kill them. Dude, that shouldn't be a thing. I have two. They're doing something wrong. No. The kids want to kill them. You know what's nuts? Their other kids are fine. They got a couple. Yeah. Did yeah. you just say it should be time to reflect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He blames the parents. <laughs> He's a Willy Wonka guy. Why does everybody want to kill you, man? Who's to blame? The mother and the father. It maybe. <laughs> and and uh, you're kind of right, because one of them was an adopted kid that came flying over here. Parents of uh, a lady who was so drugged out of her mind that Columbia, even Columbia is like, you can't raise kids in Columbia. Oh, Give me geez. that. They took it and shipped it off to the U.S. of A. And it showed up here and tried to kill them in their sleep. The other one's Man. natural born. Wake up, in the, wake up in the middle of the night. She's in the room. I'm going to slice your head off. Huh? What, honey? I'm going to cut your head off. I hate you. All right. Back to bed. Thought it was a bad dream until it happened the next day. Remember last night in bed when I said I was going to kill you? I meant it. I'm going to kill you. Oh. Recurring oh, dream. Oh, geez, he's still dreaming. They ignored it until she brought a knife to the party. Like, my God, this is real? I am one degree removed from two different people whose kids have offered to kill them. Then you read this thing in the news. The guy actually, and you know, sure, he made it into his 40s. Mom thought she was out of the woods. He still cut her head off. You get to worry about that, Toledo. I know. And boy, your modeling do. career doesn't work out. He's going to show up with his modeling friends, and some beautiful murder is going to happen at your house. With blue steel. <laughs> They're not worth it, Brett. You and I are right. Oh, I... None of them are worth it. None of them. 90% of all humans disappoint their parents, but their parents won't say so. I'm sure your dad had big dreams for you. Yeah, and here I am on a fart exactly joke show. Exactly right. This isn't what he. This isn't what he. He's just happy you're eating. I could have been a contender, you're right? But well, I'm sure when you were a kid, your dad thought, um, "I hope this one turns out to be like special. Well, that was his own fabrication shop. Yeah, famous. That's why I quit after the first one. All right, I'm done. <laughs> That's right. Done. One, Mountaintop. Yep, we're dope. good. Yeah, I don't want to chance it again. But for years, you're as doing a parent, you feel the same too that you disappoint your kids. I wouldn't. It's yeah. always like you're no, not wrong there too, but I wouldn't. You're letting them down. Yeah, you think yeah. you can always I, do more. I, think the I mean, disappointment sure. scale is swinging the my other way. Pets, because you know, oh, I, I can't do more for my pets. I do plenty. My pets yeah. are living the high life. They're living better than everyone. But I used to feel bad. Yeah, um, you know, I'd go to work. Yeah, and you're always thinking, oh, they're at home by themselves. The pets. Yeah, they must they're be bored out of their mind. But they're my dogs are treated better than most of your kids it's embarrassing they have the run of the house 
But yeah, no, your kids are, majority of them are a disappointment. So why people keep wanting to do this is beyond me. Especially nowadays when the kids are their own disappointments because all they want to do is be famous and it's going to happen to like 3% of them. Uh, you got a whole bunch of uh, depressos running around going, how come I'm not famous? Just, how come I'm not famous right, right now, now? Right now. I did right. a video yesterday. How come right. I'm not famous now? Doesn't anyone like me? What's happening? Yeah, it's not worth it. And then you're 74 and you think you're all right. And your kid comes over and lobs your head off, takes his clothes off, sings Jesus, he loves me, and lays on top of you. And I'm 74. <laughs> it ain't worth it. That's the time you needed him. Made it through the woods. And then the next thing you know, still lobbing your head off. I talk to that girl downstairs all the time about that. I'm like, you got two good ones and a dummy, right? Yeah. She admits it. Her kid's kind of a little slow. He might pick it up as time goes on, but she's got her eyes on him. He's strong. He's kind of dumb. He's a little bit like, uh, you know, the lumbering moron, George, and the Steinbeck thing. You can see him walking into walls and stuff like, I don't know. I've got a dummy. Hopefully somebody takes him under their wing. And that's really all you hope for. Somebody takes care of them so you don't have to. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of that when Alex was younger, bringing him <laughs> around you guys. Please, please just be smart. Behave. Yeah, behave. No, don't. the behave is not the thing. It's what he said. Yeah. You want him to not bounce into a wall. Yeah, you don't want him to do you something that makes you think, oh, he's raising the dumb one. Yeah. You want him not to pick up a piece of dog crap yeah. and eat it or something. Because I'll tell you, if I yeah. see your kid oh, licking windows, God. I'm like, yeah. mm, you got yeah. one of those, huh? You got a and it licker. shouldn't be such a bad thing, but that's proof to my point right there that you and your mind hope yep. that he's not one yep. all the time. And some of it, a lot of you have one. Your friends should be your barometer for shame a lot. You exactly. mentioned Christmas parties earlier. Oh, I yeah. turned around going to Chris, Brett's house on a Christmas party because of a crazy girl. Great move. Yeah. Because you knew you were going to get destroyed yep. if you brought I'd that I'd have done thing. the same thing with Alex if he was <laughs> going off. <laughs> yeah. Deep down, everybody's just hoping their kids don't embarrass them. But because you know they're. And you've had to do the turnaround. You, you will do the turnaround a couple of times, whether it's uh, you're running the grocery store and they're throwing a fit or they sure. throw a fit there. We're leaving. Get them out. But they really? don't. Yeah, the you dream. Put your foot down. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> most two, of the time. Years old. Kirby didn't want to go to the grocery store, so we didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something else <laughs> at a restaurant. Right, the one she didn't want to be. I watched Kirby lose it at a restaurant, not really loud, but she ordered three different items. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh, I, all I thought was good on Brady because Dan Holmberg would have put a fist through my face if I'd have tried this. She ordered food. It arrived. She's like, I don't want this. <laughs> and I would have, they, she got another thing and then didn't want that. And I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to end in a murder, isn't it? And they were very accommodating, super nice to her. Got her a third meal. I'm like, wow. Dan Holmberg would have had one less kid. That's, That's a good move. I can say it never happened. Oh, I, yeah. One, because the debit card was already being declined, so we couldn't put another right. meal yeah. on there. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you were struggling with the, the credit line. <laughs> you get this and you eat this. Daddy's, daddy's tapped out. Everybody's got a kid that dolts up every once in a while. You just hope it doesn't last forever. But most of your kids... Let's hope this is a phase. Yeah, most of your kids aren't going to make it, you know, the way you hope. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were dying off. They're basically going to be able to feed themselves. I see my dad... Hey, that's a high bar. Huge. That's a high bar. My dad's pride is only because at a certain point, he didn't expect me to be able to do that. I think my dad at a certain point said, oh, man... This guy is going to be begging for money and, and food someday soon. 
And there's still a chance of that. But he's just happy that it's gone this long and it doesn't look like that's the case. He was never, like, super proud of me. He was always worried it was all about to crumble. You could feel it. And then once the tension of he doesn't need to provide for me anymore was gone, he became the nicest man in the world. Thank God. Oh, thank God. He's, he's feeding himself. That's really the goal. Anything else is gravy. He gets more and more excited when I'm like, I did this. Oh, I'm so proud of you. And th- th- every time my dad says he's proud of me, all I hear was, didn't expect that. I thought for sure you'd have walked off a bridge or done something stupid, but I'm so proud of you. Why? I bought a car. Ah, damn it. John, I'm proud of you. Like, thanks, Dad. But what I'm hearing is I've exceeded your expectations to a level where you find joy in the mundane. Look at him. Vacuuming. God damn it. I didn't think you'd be able to do that without cutting your hands off. (laughs) You're the dumbest person I've ever met for about 23 years. Look at you now. Yeah. That's another thing. You you teach him how to to vacuum and clean, and then you... You have to be away from them when they do attempt it because you will go nuts at how they're doing it wrong. Yeah. I apologized to my dad the other day through a text because I'm out there cleaning up poop, dog poop. He he came home from work every day and looked in the backyard and and said, get your ass out there and clean that up. I'm gonna. Jesus. Oh, my God. You sound like my son. And I just remember thinking... I'll get to it. And, I, and then the sun would go down, and I never did. And I'm like, Forget. doing that tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake you up. And I'm like, I'll get to it. And the yard was just full. And all I think now is, how easy is it to just do it as it happens? I let it get so out of hand, it was a miserable job. If I just did it every day, like he said. So I text him, I'm like, you know, you're right about the whole dog poops. God damn, I'm so proud of you. These lessons learned are <laughs> it's what I live for. I'm so proud of you. It took a little while. Remodeling the front of the house. Oh, you got people over to the house and you're doing a pro- I'm so goddamn proud of you. All I hear was, didn't expect you to get anything done. Everything I tell him that's happened is a shock to him. He never says to me, I always knew this was your fate. I knew. I knew you were going to do good things. <laughs> that was never in his brain. Zero there is the other it. side of it where you're just overachieving, doing all this stuff. Yeah. But your dad is like... It's all right. I was never overachieving. Never would I be like accused. Like Barry Sanders, Dad. Right. Right. You're pretty good, kid, but... Uh, never accused of it's overachieving. Still me, it's Jim Brown, me, then you. This entire room that I'm sitting in right now has never, ever threatened the barrier of overachievement. <laughs> That's why we're in radio. This room right here has never... Brady, you might think you had moments where your dad thought you were an overachiever. You, you do not tap the overachiever buttons. None of us in this room are overachievers. Don't. You're about to say something. No, I, we're in that bank elevators that only goes the first 13 <laughs> right. floors. <laughs> we are not overachievers. Achievers, sure. Accomplishments, a few. Overachievement? I've seen what overachievers do. Those people are sweaters. They work. Uh-uh. Not overachievers. Never accused of it. Shouldn't have been accused of it. And I guarantee I've seen every I've seen all of us work together. None of us are overachieving. We are we are masters at corner cutting. We are brilliant at figuring it out. But that is not overachievement by any stretch. Now go ahead, Brady. Say what you're gonna say. Your mouth started to gape. It's doing it now. No. no. <laughs> you once thought you were an overachiever? No, I think um I feel 
I don't think my dad thought I would go as far as I would in certain sports. I mean, he was nobody um, thought that. Yeah, so right. I guess would that be overachieving then? You're looking, always you're, felt like you're, if you have always to, be, uh, you know, you're looked at and say, "Oh, this guy can't do this, or he's not going to be able to do that." That's a surprise. Yeah, that's not. So really I guess maybe I surprised yeah. him then, uh, but I yeah. never, you know, and never that's just felt based that on body style. He looked at you and said, yeah. yeah, he's not going to And, you know, now overachieving would have been taking this that you have physically and playing uh, college basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, taking this that you have and actually going to Wimbledon. That's overachievement. Being pretty good at it is more of, oh, surprising. This guy's pretty athletic. And you took it to a level that had its ceiling and then it was over. That's just achieving. Overachieving is taking it to where it should be over and forcing it to be more. You don't have that gene. Yeah. Neither do I. It's not an insult. Most of us don't. But you're not an overachiever. I don't look at Brady and go, you know who's going to get this done and then some. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't look at myself as That's not it. Uh, We all look at each other and go, how can we get out of this as fast as we can and still look like we did it? Yeah, we're, you know. Expediters, we're we're good at what we do because we get around all the overachievement, and we still look. I did it when I found out. You feel good? You surprised your dad a little bit? I never thought he'd do this. I never thought. No, what I hear is fifty-one years to overachieve. (laughs) It's not over. I'm still not (laughs) overachieving. I am achieving beyond his expectations. That's not overachievement. That is my dad had a low bar set for me, and I've stepped over it, and he's still surprised by it. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, thanks, Dad. That's nice. And then he starts to say things. I didn't think this was going to. Like, he starts adding in the extra. I'm like, just step, stop at the you're proud of me part. Look, for a while there, it was touch and go with you. I'm like, what do you mean? thought you were a twink. I thought you might be a twink. I thought you, I, I was going to have to get rid of you. I thought for sure you are going to live with me forever. It wasn't that he was so proud. Wow, I really had these expectations, and you've, over, you've, you've gone way above and beyond what I thought. I'm still alive. That's what he's proud of. <laughs> he, I'm, I have not accidentally drilled a you know a mortar into like something into my head. <laughs> that's what I think my dad expected me to get killed by changing a flat tire. I think that's what he thought would be me washing the car. Somehow or another, I'd be dead washing the car. I think that's it. The fact that I'm still here, functioning, is what he's proud of. He t- after my first shoulder surgery, I didn't see him for a while. He actually told me, I braced myself for what I was about to see. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, you seem to still be in good shape. I thought it was over. You <laughs> really think I was just going to quit in life? I didn't know what to expect. I'm glad to see you're still up and about. Can I say that maybe the differences you're speaking of are, in Brady's case, you exceeded expectations. Oh, the yeah. expectations were low, but you didn't overachieve. That's my dad. Overachieve is a self-serving kind of yeah, thing. Overachieve yeah. is taking your limits and pushing them pushing beyond it. where you should be going. Yeah, exceeded yeah. Ex- Exceeding expectations is like, well, I didn't really think you could do that. That's not overachievement. That's, wow. I, I judged you and I was wrong. John, you spent 51 years to get that ruler stuck out of your throat by (laughs) picking up the dog poop. Why do you remember everything? Why do you all remember everything? I'm proud you made it this far That was the day I thought I was out. (laughs) When I came running out of my bedroom with half of a wooden ruler stuck in the top of my mouth, bleeding like crazy, 
the hell? He didn't care that I was dying. What were you doing in there? Who puts a ruler in their throat? Accidentally jammed it in there about nine inches and it cut the entire roof. That is what my dad expected. He's going to die of something stupid. He's on the gifted team. Yep. Uh, he didn't tell anybody at work. I'm sorry. I'm a little groggy. I was at the hospital with my son. He got a ruler nine inches down his throat and it got stuck. <laughs> and I did. He was right. What was your kid doing with the knife? I don't know. Practicing for something. Uh. But it's a, it's a miracle that I'm alive and that's essentially what he's proud of. You've accomplished more than I ever expected. I thought you'd live in a ditch. That's pretty nice. Uh, it's 7.36. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right. It's wake-up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. We were just over there yesterday doing a little photo shoot with their uh, new wardrobe, right. their new line of clothes that they got there. But uh, tons of guys walking in, uh, you know, looking for their uh, next pair of skis, the next snowboard. That's the place to go. You need the jackets. You need all the accessories. You need the the maintenance done on them. They, they're going to take care of you with a full tune of $10 off when you mention KUPD. Just go on Action Ride Shop. At Gilbert Road in Southern, or just go to actionrideshop.com, and Josh and the boys will take care of you. And uh, see here, my computer's Bus looked good in some of that gear. Yeah, Bus was with us, too, and he got geared up by Action Ride Shop. Nice. Tiffany just emailed in. She goes, here's my greatest parenting moment, John. My son's fifth birthday party, he was being a horrible little kid. I warned him. I said, one more time, knock it off. I'm going to throw you in the pool. And I knew he could swim. Uh, so, you know, it was kind of an idle threat. He mouths off one more time, and I'm furious. I picked him up out of his chair, and I literally chucked him through the air into the pool. And about mid-flight, I thought, oh, no, everybody is watching this. So I turned and looked at the people. They were clapping. (laughs) One of them said, that is the best parenting I've ever seen. I have great kids who are well-behaved, and they've been that way the rest of their lives. So get your kids in check, and they won't cut your heads off. That's the key. Someday you'll be laying there with... The last thing you see in life, you threw me in the pool. Yeah, your loopy kid with a knife up against your throat, and that's the last memory you've got. They're just not worth it. None of it. Uh, on the list, Queen's Fat Bottom Girls made it on the list for, yeah. because of uh, all the uh, airline the talk. Uh, Clutch, Slipknot, Metallica, Godsmack, Motionless and White, Amonomarth, Anthrax, Slayer, Motorhead, Soil, Ministry. I saw on video, finally, the Amon Amarth rowing thing. Yeah. They do a whole thing where they make the audience sit down and start to row. It is the craziest thing you've ever seen. And and they, everybody's like they're hypnotized by Amon Amarth, and they start doing the rowing. Grab your oar and row, and they go. And it is weird, but it's cool. I don't want to hear it, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Brett. Pick it. It's up to you. It's your anniversary. Saturday Night Fever. I'm surprised that's not up there a hundred times over again. No, we could play some. We could play the DGs. The DGs, yeah. <laughs> we could play the in DGs. honor. All right, in honor of the release date in 1977 of Saturday Night Fever, we'll do a little DGs. That works out perfect. That's a beautiful thing. I don't even know which one he's got in there. Uh, have to be. Should uh, be dancing. <laughs> whatever it is, we're playing it. <laughs> It's good stuff. Dave Grohl, it's good. It's Yeah, it's the foo. I mean, basically, it's Dave Grohl messing around. And he does a great job of not messing with it too much. And I kind of wanted it to be a little more foo-fightered up, but it isn't. That was my favorite moment of uh, of the year, I think, is that they brought Christopher Walken back just for one thing on Saturday Night Live when uh, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters were the musical guest. I don't even know who the host was, but she come back from commercial. 
And there's Christopher Walken because his introduction of the Foo Fighters 20 years ago was so great. They had him do it again. Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> and they yeah. just go. I remember that. I was dying. Like, they just brought him back for just that. He flew in. Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. And they did it. All right, here it is. It's Foo. The DGs. 1977, on this very day, the release of Saturday Night Fever. It should be a holiday. Man, oh, man, I think so, too. It's 98 KUPD. Wake him up. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All that underachieving talk has pushed us late. That doesn't mean we're not still happy to be here. Uh, it's time now for the uh, Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. It's Thursday. That means there's a football game tonight. And head to Hooters for uh, tonight's game. Check out all the football specials. They start about 6 o'clock. Game starts just shortly thereafter. Uh, $2 off any 10 wings while you're there only at Hooters. And the best part, delivered by those Hooters girls. Football, Hooters, wings. Come on. Tell them thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Energy Conservation Day. Yeah, all right. I've recently uh, fancied myself a uh, environmentalist with something that I've been doing lately. Didn't realize I'd been doing it for a while, and it just dawned on me. It's like, what are you doing? And I've spun it in my own head to be a save-the-planet move. I find myself in the morning uh, blowing my nose in toilet paper and then uh, folding her up and reusing it for other stuff. Are you going to get a hanky next and yeah, carry around with you? Rubbing off again. Follow along with what I'm saying, boys. <laughs> Folding up, sitting and on the, the toilet. Stuff. I Double blow my duty. nose, and I'm like, well, "Well, if I just fold that over, this is still good. Save a tree." Then you go back there and you clean up the mess behind you. I'm not using a hanky for that. <laughs> Put that in your pocket. By the way, if you're still a hanky guy, hang yourself. That those days are over. Hanky people walking around. With wads of snot on a cloth in your pocket. Boogers and snot and blood and God knows what else. And you have the nerve to sometimes offer that up to other people who may be crying. Or I used to watch my dad do that to my something mom. Something on your face. You got something on your face. And he'd lick the edge of it. And like, Wait a minute. Now you're adding spit to the party? couple of basis fun facts. America was almost named Amerigay. <laughs> it's turning Meaning into the that. land of Amerigo. Oh. Amerigo Vespucci, an Italian ah, explorer. Yeah. But it was given a feminine form, America, since Europe and Asia received feminine names. America. America. Oh, no. The gays find out about this. We're going to have to close Central Avenue again for another part. I think they have a parade every time someone comes out. You miss it. There's been a parade each of the last three weekends, and the Fiesta uh, parade is this weekend. I right? saw the, I saw the, the stuff up. On Bethany Home saying, hey, we're going to close the road on Central. I'm like, ah! I'm like, oh, it's the Fiesta Bowl Parade. I still hate parade. It's the Fiesta Bow Parade. What's that mean? B-A-U, like your boyfriend. Oh, uh, B-E-A-U. I see what you're doing. The Party Boy Parade. I just have the F-Boy Parade. We had that. We had that earlier. Every every couple weeks. They celebrate. Every time someone comes out, they all get together and dance down Central, and I I miss driving to Windsor. The world record for the... 
concert with the highest attendance. Goes to Rod Stewart. 4.2 million people saw him at the Copacabana Beach in Brazil on New Year's Eve in 1994. I don't know if all of them saw him. Yeah. (laughs) That's all of the Phoenix and surrounding areas in one spot. Some sources say Rod only had 3.5 million and the others just showed up for a post-concert fireworks show. Just shy of the number I posted for the (laughs) inaugural event of 4.3 million. Nice try, Rod. Get get it done. You got to do it right, Brady. Four three. The average person is about halfway to their final adult height by the time they turn two. Halfway. Okay. Hmm. Well, our friend Scott Haynes was a zygote at two then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. You were. I'm trying to think of if you were at two years old. Two nine. Your two, waist height is that about right? Oh, yeah. You're three foot. Because if you're a three footer at two, yeah, that's probably. Are you hitting three feet at two? I don't know. I think I Alex think was so. probably there. Yeah, you'd have been about two six, right? Yeah, that's five foot, right? Yeah, yeah. a little more than that. Not much. Two mm. nine. Not like really I said. much though. They said two. pretty much your adult height. You're probably at two four, two five. Then had that real spurt. We'll give you two seven. That's five foot four. So I was exactly what he's saying. Yeah, three feet exactly at age two. Yeah. That's all right. A website recently suggested various Christmas traditions and then asked people whether they were really still into them. Yeah. Secret Santa. 54% of the people still enthusiastic about that. Well, those are the 54% that are hoping that someone in the office gives them something so that they're, it's reciprocal, their feelings for each other. Most people hate what? secrets. Yeah, I think that's the only way you can tell someone you like them still, a secret Santa or birthday presents. Man, high school's still Oh, in it's the 10 office. times worse, yeah. Valentine's Day doesn't count anymore because you're not allowed to do it. But secret oh. Santa means, ooh, Todd got me that thing. I knew we had a connection. All presents must be opened on Christmas Day. No exceptions. Right. 41% are hardcore about that. One on Christmas Eve is the rule. Christmas music. 41% think it's great. Christmas movies. Again, 41%. Christmas carols. Right. 36%. Does this include, um, like, the Jews in this study? Because they're going to be the first to say no. I mean, you got a good portion of the population saying, I'm not interested in any of it. Well, they can like the caroling and the. Well, it doesn't include the Jews really on Christmas traditions. That's what I'm saying. Who are they interviewing? Just all Christmas people. Yeah. Half of them hate it. Yeah, if they said holiday traditions, maybe a couple of categories would be thrown in there. Um, Ugly Christmas sweater, 25% are still obsessed with this. Because you don't have to try to go to Christmas parties. Baking cookies. Down the hall. Yep. 25%. Hosting Christmas parties. Ugh. 27%. That are enthusiastic that love about it. Yeah. Love to host one. Want to entertain over the holidays. Yeah, I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm just saying when you go out and study, you have to. The first thing you would do if you were the guy doing this study is go, Are you a Jew? Like, the study is flawed in the beginning because if you don't find out what the person is, and if you're asking people just on the streets, Are you a Jew? Now you're automatically Hitler. What do you believe in? I'm not, you're you're out on this. Yeah, you're a weirdo to talk talk to them anyway. And what about Satanists and stuff? I saw uh, 
there's a school in Tennessee that had to bow down to a Satanist club because they're like, hey, the Christian club, you got the club over here. Yeah. You brought you brought religion to the party. We want a Satanist club. And I go, ah, crap, we stepped in our own. Okay. Big and went to court and I'm like, yeah, I you got to do it. I love that. Open it up to everybody. It's like what I always say. The real Satanists are the Christians in the first place. They invented them and they bring them. To, they're the ones who believe in them. According to a new report about dating apps, 96% of the women admit they're picky on dating apps. Well, 80% of the men say they're picky. Women say their pickiness is mostly driven by profile red flags that are deal breakers. Men? Cans. Physical appearance. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And that's why they'll bend on those dating apps. Eh, we'll get it done. We'll figure this out. I'll work around it. Yeah, she ain't forever. <laughs> On average, women do 17 profile views before they swipe right, compared to men Three. who do 12 before oh, swiping right. I don't right. believe that at all. Yeah, I think that's false. We get pretty picky in the physical appearance, but I think we're a, a good hair. I'll put her in the... I've watched guys do that. She's not bad. I've watched guys do it to girls that I'm like, you're, you're throwing right an awful lot. Like, you like too many of them. You need to be more discerning. Well, you can't. And all he was doing was going for volume screws. It's a numbers game, bro. Yeah, he was going for his minutes. Exactly <laughs> right. what he yep. said. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's numbers. The more I have in the kitty, the more options I have. And his bar was low. He wasn't getting picky. He's like, I'll take this one. I'll take. It. They just couldn't be disgusting. That was the like the ones that were obviously gross. Left the other ones. What I thought were like, no. He's like, no. Why not? I'm like, dude, come on. You're better than that. She's a mountain. <laughs> Pornhub like hasn't reached. Released its uh, year in review yet, but there's a kinkier site, Beat Them to the Punch, a website called Clips for Sale, specializes in fetish content, and they posted their top searches of 2023. Number one, something that I never knew existed, (laughs) Uh, it's called Giantess Porn. It's kind of like, it's not like, it's basically like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where it's a very large woman. Oh. And the dude is just sitting on her shoulder. He's what? just a giant character. Help they, on a shelf? Yeah, Wait, basically. he's a giant character? Yeah. Or he's a character? Either way, they switch it. The one's a giant, and the other one's oh, just super okay. tiny. Um, Show me this. Oh, it's animated. It was a top search in U.S., According Japan, to Mexico, Australia. There's they one. expect it to be big next year, too. Little Big tiny already. people having sex with gigantic people. Yeah. But it's cartoons. I hate anime. I got to tell you, if you're beating off to cartoons. There that's it is. Just, all right. That's, that is just really strange in a <laughs> thousand different ways. Larry, are you into that? What's that? Giantess, Giantess porn, porn? Where one person's humongous and the other shrunk down into handhelds. Like yeah, it is. It's like the boys with that little dude that shrunk up and goes inside and blows you up. Huh. I'm not into that. Tickling is big in Tennessee. Yoga pants in South Dakota. Pantyhose in Missouri. Socks in Louisiana and Wisconsin. Latex was the top search in New Mexico. I couldn't open the complete list. Some It wouldn't let me open it up on our... Oh computer on our network hmm. uh smoking porn was the top search in connecticut <laughs> i love that you're going to be in trouble for trying mm-hmm. 
We need to have a meeting. Brady is back at it again. He kept clicking over and over and over on retry with smoking porn. Vor wow. was the top fetish in Vermont, Michigan, Iowa, and exactly Hawaii. Exactly what I pictured when smoking, smoking porn. Smoking porn? People actually just having cigarettes and smoking and having sex. So this one, Vor? Yeah. It's the desire to eat or be eaten by another person. V-O-R porn? V-O-R-E. V-O-R-E. Mm. Wyoming. CPR porn. Chest compressions, mouth to mouth while naked. Okay. I don't need to know about this. Oh, what's Arizona's? Indiana. I'm, I'm fart porn. I'm normal. Oh, of course. Indiana. <laughs> that makes sense. Fart porn is number one in Indiana. No, it's not. This is this is uh, wrong. No, it is not. It is not surpassing regular porn. It's, you know what it is, Brady? It's one guy. Yeah, one yeah it only takes so many million clicks. It's it's uh, the number one not so normal porn is what that is. It's not the number one porn in Indiana. Most searched. Most searched outside of just porn. Specialty they top porn. any other state no. searching for that. Specialty Which, again, porn. like Toledo said, it could be 10 people. But still, what I'm saying it's is... It's going to be more than that. Bro. Regular porn still reigns supreme. And then when you start going, what's the fetish searches? What are they looking for outside of just normal names or reverse cow? What happens when you put that in the search, regular porn? Well, regular you don't. Porn? You just click on it you and you're not searching porn. for crazy. You just say porn. They you, just give you a bunch of suggestions. You don't search porn. You go to Pornhub, it provides yeah. you porn. When you go to the search bar, then, you then you're starting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. then you're starting to get it. So that's, that's when you narrow talking. it down. That's this is not narrow it down. Google searching. See if you can put uh, Arizona number one fart porn. Just search that. <laughs> no, because if you credit. find out about it, yeah, you're going to be a pornosaur. <laughs> you're finally going to start going to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at you now. <laughs> yeah, you would love it. That lady can't stop. This is great. Kirby, come in here. Some people are uh, questioning chat GPT, saying, is it getting lazier? Like people uh, feel in the uh, second half of December, holiday slump. They're just yeah. Yeah, they're not even phoning it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they didn't even show up for work, chat GPT. <laughs> They've taken weeks off. They've noticed that chat GPT has been getting lazier recently and <laughs> returning simpler answers. And is refusing to do some tasks. Uh, they're saying, is it hit with a seasonal depression? Oh, wow. It's starting to feel things. Well, Open.ai, the company behind ChatGPT, says there are they are aware of things are off a bit. They say, we've heard all your feedback about getting uh, it's getting lazier. We haven't updated the model since November 11th. This certainly isn't intentional. Model behavior can be unpredictable. We're looking into fixing it. It'll be fine. It'll fix itself. Yeah. By the way, they it's say not, the models can evolve. They just got to recalibrate. It's not giant test. Uh, you just spelled giant teats wrong, Brady. You just, just spelled the thing incorrectly. It's giant. <laughs> giant <laughs> is what you want to search. And that's a regular search. But I can't imagine giant cans is being out searched by fart porn. It's not happening. Texture is saying, you know, he did say it was on a fetish site, not on like oh, regular that. porn. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. It's like a no, it's just the number one. But fetish site. It was being led to believe it's the number one porn search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In each yeah. state, super fetishy porn. 
Because that ain't normal. Fart porn is not normal. Like, that is... Again, if you're into that... I've read a, an article of a lady who uh, said her she's got a boyfriend now. It was on the, the Daily Mirror in England. Her new boyfriend's into some very strange stuff like golden showers, which she wasn't into before. But now what uh, she's into, and she surprised herself and told someone in the press, is that he likes to... Uh, be in the room when she's peeing Ugh. and like get down there for a front row seat for it yeah <laughs> right so she sits down Turn him in. and takes her knees and puts them here east and then another one's west and he just puts his face in there and looks like the girl on the video one of brett's videos that night the one that went in the porta john just kind of stuck her face he's, yeah he's right there right down there. by the toilet bowl and he's just excited at the, uh. at the stream the show and she's like, I wasn't into it at first, but now I felt so sexy that he wants to see me in all of that. I'm like, you're going to get murdered. <laughs> you, you, you're taking, you've, you've done the woman thing and spun this into he's really into all of you. And what he is into is uh, eventually he's going to want to see more of your bodily fluids, including blood, all over the place. It's going to cut your head off. An Oklahoma graduate student and rodeo star, 24-year-old Jackson Williams, was he died Sunday morning, duck hunting. Didn't get shot. He shot a bird, was in his waders, went out to get the bird, hit a deep spot in the lake, down he sunk goes. down, and the waders filled with water. Not it just anchors. Can't get out. Man. There's no emergency release on those? It's just hard to get your foot out of them. And yeah. Just... I think if you could get the... Weird straps out. They're waterproof, John. I, don't know. Gotta... I thought they were just waders are the hip things, aren't they? Yeah. They're little overalls. Some, or you can have the swimming pool at no, that point. No. You can have just the hip ones that just go, or not the hip ones, they're just the leg high. But don't they, they still don't have, have to Larry King over your shoulders? No, the, the, the leg ones don't. They don't? No, they're just like wearing no. thigh highs. <laughs> Listen to you. Get a, get a uh, German short hair. That's what they're for. <laughs> You send them into the water to get your. They said the combination of the uh, cold water didn't help either. Very cold. See, that's back to last too long. That overachiever thing, Brady, is that if I shot a bird and it landed in the lake, ah, there's other birds. I'm not going to get that. That's fish food. There's a couple guys in uh, Parker, Colorado. They're convicted of felony theft for stealing more than two thousand dollars worth of merchandise from a coal store. Uh, Michael Green, he's 50 years old, and Byron Bolden, 37. C-O-A-L store? Coal store? K-O-H-L. Coal's K-O-H-L. Okay. Yeah. They argued in court that uh, it should be a lesser charge because uh, anything over 2000 and above is a felony. If it's below that, it's not. Right. They're saying it should be below that because we had... Sales. We had coupons. <laughs> yeah, the sales. You were offering at a different price if provided the correct. And the attorney said, argument. "Yes, true. If you were there to buy the merchandise, that does, you don't get the discount on stolen merchandise." I wondered this out loud uh, once with somebody who said in, in arguing about the California that you're allowed to steal up to nine hundred dollars. I'm like, is it nine hundred dollars of value at what they're charging or what they paid? Right. So retail, retail or, okay. versus wholesale. yeah, yeah, wholesale. Like, what is the where does because you could get lawyers could get all over this because these idiots steal up to like eight hundred and ninety bucks and it's like yeah, yeah. But if we're going wholesale, that was way over. Or we planned on raising our prices. 
<laughs> you think they're in there planning how much they're yeah. going to sell? They have to. Uh, no, 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 no. Put that pack of cools back. Uh, they did. That's eight ninety nine. When they were uh, gang robbing the CVSs in L.A., they'd get fourteen of them that had a specific amount to steal that wouldn't go over like six hundred dollars because you can't get in trouble for it. Jesus, Is that nuts. Thanks, Lair. Twenty-seven-year-old Nusha Ufkami uh, was heading to the airport. She hired an Uber driver. All of a sudden, uh, she saw how long it would take him to get there, and he want she wanted him to drive faster. Apparently, he wouldn't. So out of nowhere, Nusha grabbed the driver's phone and chucked it out the window. Which you'd think would just delay it even more, but she had a plan. When the driver pulled over to grab the phone. She's sticking the car. She hopped the driver's, uh, pushed him out and stole the car. Genius. The driver called the cops and the airport security stopped her before she boarded her flight. They found the car abandoned (laughs) in front of a southwest terminal. She couldn't have been too much uh, running too much in a hurry because they noticed she managed to stop at a store inside the airport and bought more than $120 worth of stuff with the driver's credit card. <laughs> She's a criminal. Yeah. Right. He's arrested. Here's their, her mugshot. No, she's cute. Cuter than I thought, at least, for a criminal. She's I don't expect re- criminals to look She'll good. be a queen in prison. She's oh, yeah. She's getting reimbursed for the flight. She missed the flight, I assume. She took two seats. <laughs> looks like the broad that was licking the toilets in that video. She does, kind of. And you know that girl's from here. You're yeah, the one who pointed yeah. that out. Yeah, the girl that's licking the toilets in her video is uh, from Arizona. She's an influencer of some sort. She does, she eats horrible stuff all the time. And does bad porn. Yeah. I she does a lot of licking. I've seen things go in her that I don't, like her mouth. <laughs> Not interested. And somebody just emailed and said, Brady was searching uh, smoking porn. Looking for Guy Fieri's channel. Boy, was he surprised. This guy's smoking stuff. Is that it? That's You're it. just staring at me. <laughs> Words. Do you have anything either? The videos are dry? Oh, oh, beautiful. Beautiful. We're closing out with none of those. Yes. The great Ari Shafir is coming in in just moments. We're going to talk to him. Where is he? Is he at stand-up downtown? Tempe Improv. Oh, he's at the Improv. All right. Tempe Improv. Ari Shafir joins us in just moments. There goes your Brady Report. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's been a while. Yeah. But one of my favorite comedians on the planet, Ari Shafir, is here. And uh, you're back. And you are... You look wiser. Bushier. You look wiser. I've let my hair grow for a while. Yeah, the beard is outstanding. Yukon Cornelius beard you've got going on. <laughs> I got some. I get. I don't have my spatiality yet, so I get like food in it a lot. <laughs> oh, you don't. You don't get it yet. Yeah, <laughs> I hit a joint in there last week. <laughs> you can hide stuff in it. Yeah, you can get it deep in there. Oh and yeah, it, and it sticks to it. Holds. No kidding. Yeah. What do you have in there right now? Anything special? No, just regular money and you, oh, you just got your cash in there. <laughs> one way ticket to Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> a one way ticket to Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> Why hide it? They call me up. Yeah. yeah. Case, oh, you're, you're, so you're in the bullpen in case in yeah. case they go to the Americans. I like that. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, the beard I could grow would never be able to hide anything. At all, but that I envy so much because that's real man stuff, right? I've now. never had it like this before. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Nine months, you said. Yeah. How long are you gonna go? I, I'm gonna go to at least a year, and then we'll see. No kidding. 
Yeah. So you tend to do that. You tend to have that. Let's see what I can do for the next however long. I just wanted to go. I was just going about to go to Europe, and I was like, I don't want to get a haircut in Europe, so I just shave it all. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're just going to kill it once you go to Europe. It's getting. No, I did, and then oh, I, I came back, and I just kept going. That's pretty impressive. It's like a playoff beard. I, I like that. <laughs> uh, it's a playoff beard. Because you right. did kind of a thing like a while ago where you're like, how long can I go without a cell phone? How long can uh-huh. I do? And you have these. I like, want to do that again. That's pretty awesome living right there. And that was it. The best time of your adult the life. Best time, dude. So free. Yeah. So nobody's bugging you. And what did? When did you most miss it? Oh, was there times it. that you're like, yeah, not I, that I, part, but times that you're like, I needed my phone so bad. Oh, 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 I get it. Yeah. Not missing the flip phone. Yeah. Um, you just get used to it. Really? You just stop looking at it as an answer for your... your did you it know, happen sooner than you... Yeah, right away. Yeah. And then there's times where it's like, oh, I got to make a flight to like the next country. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to do that without yeah. a computer. <laughs> I got to go to a computer. <laughs> But you just show up at the you airport. You gotta go to the airport. You can yeah. still do it. Yeah, you go to the airport. Not everywhere, but yeah. And then the airport would be closed. <laughs> When's it open? Like 10. <laughs> like, all right. And you wait around. You're like, one ticket, please. And, it, and it's, it's, it's still functional. Yeah. And you liked it better. That life is better. Whew, it's awesome. You're not an Instagram social media guy, are you? I'm on there. But I know you have to I be hate it. Work, I but hate, hate it. it. Yeah. It sucks. It's the worst. It's for angry people. It's for weirdos. Yeah, weirdos. Yeah, I totally angry, agree with that. Yeah, but it's... yourself to somebody. How do you uh, function in society watching it? Because you're the type of observer that sees the absurdities and things, and you your always posts have are nothing it. like... Uh, your posts are mostly like, look at how lavish I'm living. <laughs> right, yeah. That's but I... <laughs> Everyone of my comic friends has become a brag rapper. Yeah. Know, right? It's so lame. It is. The private Oh, lines. my God. Oh, my God. We used to do, like, fake cribs of, like, here's my bedroom. Here's also my living room. Here's right, also, same you know, Yeah, and now it's just like... Oh, they're just like showing their wealth. Yeah. It's like pretty nauseating. Like Chrysler. Yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Chrysler's <laughs> taking his shirt off still, and he looks good. He look, like, yeah, that funny? won't quite work. Yeah, exactly. Put your, put your shirt, borrow one from Rogan and put it on. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, you're, you're holding true to the idea that this is like still silly. It's supposed to be silly. Yeah, the world is silly. Yeah. And you're kind of the, uh, you're the magnifying glass it's on it. It's funny when you see like the world up, like rise up on something on social media, like Hamas Israel or something like that. But yeah. it's just, you just, I, it's like, don't weigh in. You just see them all yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Everybody's got to get tribal about everything. Uh-huh. And it's just like, can't we just have a discussion anymore? You can't do it. Quick talk. It's like, yeah. And you, it's like if you pass a homeless guy, you're not gonna be like, well, whose fault is this? <laughs> you know, you would just be like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. You know, who can I blame? You're like, why did you go to that? See, I would like that. <laughs> See, that's yeah. the absurdity. I, I want to take it. I'm like the last couple of years. I just said I'm just here for the laughs. Yeah. So good. when it gets more absurd, I like it. So if somebody did actually ask the question, whose problem is this, yeah. man? <laughs> I would get involved in it just just to see how far we can who go. Who first gave you math? <laughs> Tell me who Where did it start, yeah. weirdo? Their fault. Yeah, I I kind of like when it gets out of hand, and I'm like, the simulation's so broken. I don't think uh, I don't think fixing it's the answer anymore. I think embracing it. Embrace it. Go homeless. Yeah, go homeless, yeah, man. Go yeah. get them. <laughs> yeah, quit trying to like say they're the problem. Man. Right. Like, the problem. Because it seems like we're wasting our time with uh, attempts to fix it. That makes us more angry. Just step off. Step off. And if everybody backs away, then the homeless will be like, hey, nobody's paying attention to us anymore. I guess I, I should I get a game. I came from Rogan's yesterday. Yeah. And, and they're all screaming about different things. And yeah. all the people he has are screaming about this. Harvard professor said this and this, but yeah. and it's just like, dude, I shut it, just shut it down. <laughs> right. yeah. You're not really affecting any of it. Right. No, I've been fighting this stuff almost. Yeah, almost stuff, stuff. That's all right. You did good. You did real good for you know ten years now. And it's still happening. Yeah. Just step back. And that's the crazy part. John Stewart did a thing about ten years ago where he went back and watched campaign videos of presidents all the way from the start of campaign vi- videos. Mm-hmm. And then he said, just for fun, we went then before videos to the radio ones. 
They are all the same. For the last 80 years, it's like, we've got to get off foreign dependency and oil. We've got to start this. Wow. And it was Middle East. It was this. And it's like, what, you get to a certain point, you're like, wow, I'm wasting my time yelling into the Same this. thing over and over. Yeah, 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 the songs are about the same crooked politicians yep. that Bob Dylan wrote about. Yep. And like, it's like, oh, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. You so get older. Go play golf. Exactly. That's why old people haven't figured out in that, that move, that, ah, that thing they uh-huh. do. But it's, it's a gift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they have dinner at 4 p.m. before everybody gets there. <laughs> Early in the before morning they... to hose off the patio, yeah. furniture. And they go yeah. live together. The only chore. What other age group decides to say, let's all live together? I know, it's the best. We don't have 30 to 40-year-old living, but 55 STDs plus. to the 80-year-olds. Isn't it the best? <laughs> yeah, yeah. highest rate. All they worry Stop about is chlamydia. Airing. Yeah, and yeah. They, don't, they cannot get anybody pregnant. So no. It's just like, I'll live with the Clement. <laughs> yeah. They're just yeah. swapping yeah. that man. I'd rather have Clements than a baby. Yeah. For God's sake. I did that. Yeah. I've done one of those and it tried to kill me. You don't have any kids. <laughs> no. Nah. Never wanted them? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That sounds like us. That wasn't such a silly question. I had a vasectomy. No, it's not so yeah. silly. What, what, you had one too. Isn't it the yeah, best gift you've ever best. given? Ben had one and he told me about it. I was like, that's me. Yeah. And my doctor was like, so you've had kids you don't want anymore? I'm like, no. Did they give you grief? The, the- yeah, he was pretty cool about it. Yeah. I was Sometimes- like, should I freeze my eggs? And he goes, why? Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> a man asking if he should freeze his eggs is proof he needs a vasectomy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, you yeah. got to freeze your eggs and have a kid who wants yeah. jelly beans well. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Never wanted a kid in your life. Never like got to the kid's thing. I always thought I'd want one later. Yeah, but- same. Yeah, and then like it didn't happen after a while, and you're just like, hey, it ain't going to happen. I always had the rule that if in my mind I could imagine the scenario of somebody saying I'm pregnant and I was happy about it, yeah. and then I was ready. But every time I'd imagine that scenario, I was miserable in, in my fantasy. Wow. So I was like, I'm still not wanting this. Yeah. It's- you got a vasectomy. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. That's and the I was afraid. Thing I, was, yeah. I was scared to death at first. He I have a 15-year-old. He's got a kid wow. and still shooting fire. Almost yeah, he, no still, reason. Still yeah. blasted in strangers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. all the time. Still raw dogging strangers and hoping for the best. It ain't pretty. He's going to make another one of those. You know, we've weakened the gene pool enough, don't you think? Uh, Ari Shapiro's Ball baby. You look like a baby, sort of. <laughs> he kind of has a giant baby quality to him. Ari's at the Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. What else is going on in your world? What do you do for the holidays? Um, chick's family's coming to town. Yeah. So, whatever. Not that- great, but, <laughs> but at least it'll be in Happy my town so I can, like, leave them. I'm like, I got work to do. Yeah. So I'm just good having a night job. It is. Like, it's nice. See you guys. I have to go so do my thing. you, uh, do you, like, as far as celebration goes at the house, is that a big thing? Is she into the, like, let's blow it up? It, it was family stuff. Christmas is a pretty cool holiday. Yeah. It's, it's so holiday. not religious, but even though yeah. it's religious. Not really. It's yeah. the it's celebration. Religious for the one day where yeah. the people go, well, should we go to a church yeah. service or a midnight mass? Celebration yeah. of whoring and capitalism. That's all I see. I just see people it's buying capitalism. stuff. Capitalism is on display and we light our houses like whorehouses. And I think yeah. it's the most beautiful and it's great. Uh, it's a great day for uh, Chinese restaurants, yeah. too. Oh, that's a rush. Yeah. It used yeah, to be just the Jews did it. Now yeah. it's everybody, everybody's not religious now. So yeah, everybody's everybody, like, they're well, just looking for the one George Yang's in their neighborhood that's open. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise you're screwed. If you're, I had food poisoning one Christmas. I got it on the 20th of December, and for four days I was dying. Really, wife had it too. We're in a room. I, I would have rather died than go through those four days. It was awful. And then we start on Christmas Eve. We're like, all right, I'm hungry. We feel better. 
We had, we're driving around. There's nothing open. We go to George Yang's, the place by my house. And like, the Chinese place is open. Just yarmulkes and, and everywhere and trash. They weren't even cleaning up. They were so oh, really? busy. Because they're so busy. I walked wow. in and I'm like two and they just said, no. Wow. They were done with people. It was like 7.30 and like it was Christmas Eve for them. Come on though. No, no, no. And they wouldn't, it wouldn't even do it to go. Like, no, nah, look at this place. They've ruined it. It's over. Chucked a few fortune cookies at them. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out. Eat it. Yeah. Eat it you. Here's your meal. And it went like down 15 pounds trying to live. Yeah, you, you can't eat it. poison for that long? Is that yeah. advent calendar of diarrhea? Today <laughs> 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 it's it. blue. Yeah. Wow, I thought green oh, was bad. It was the worst. Yeah. So, uh, and you were with Rogan yesterday. Are you guys still hanging out all over that? Uh, are you... Are you because they've gotten almost political? Or yeah. Have you found yourself kind of separating from the whole thing, even though they're friends of yours? Mm. A little bit, yeah. Uh, they were in there. There was a, a blogger lady I know, and she was like, uh, "Ari, so you're Jewish? How does it feel?" And I'm like, "Lady, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> that's it's, a weird question." It's, it's just like no, because they're talking about everybody, like right, Hamas and Jerusalem. Because you're yeah. big I, on the Harvard. I go out into the world. I live in New York. I've been in Austin for three days. I've never seen a single piece of anti-Semitism. No kidding. It's just online. No just one's shut the computer. And right now with the beard, you're a target. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'd be looking this at guy you. planned it. He yeah. probably planned yeah. 9-11 too. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at you. How do you, you go on with that hat on? I can't tell which side you're on right now, but I'm mad at both of them if I'm one of those. If they're not yelling at you, it isn't happening as much. I don't know what, what is considered that at this point. Like Considered what? Uh, Anti-Semitism. Is it just the words? I guess. Like, like I mean, it would be weird. To... But it's like, what have you really seen? Nobody's done anything in real life. It's just like stuff you, you see I mean, on, I was upset when you news. walked in here and you didn't, yeah, have, any, right. you didn't have any diamonds on <laughs> right, you. Right, yeah. Where's the diamond? Like, keep them out. <laughs> They're <laughs> in the beard. Where they are They're supposed hidden. to be, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I live by a uh, <laughs> like, I live by a place where the uh, traditional Jewish people, uh, what do they call that? Hasidic? The, Hasidic, yeah. yeah. They uh, swarm this park I live by on Saturdays in the full gear. Yeah, that would make me anti-Semitic. Yeah. Uh, well, like, it's my park. <laughs> Why do you get it every Saturday? Yeah, you wrecked the park yeah, on our day off. want a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, that does kind of make you think, ah, the yeah. And I do say that. I'm I like, see oh. their point. I drive yeah. by all the time. I'm like, look at the Jews. And I don't know if that's anti-Semitism <laughs> because they're dressed in costumes that make me know. Who wears yeah. a wall suit? It is a, I guess it yeah, depends on your point and how loud you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like, look at the Jews. <laughs> look everyone. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever follow up with, I found them. But it's just, I say it out loud, and then I'm like, is that anti-Semitic when I drive by and I go, Jews? Nah. I don't think so. Nah. I think I'm just acknowledging what I see. Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> it's a weird thing. They don't to... dress like everyone else. Right. It stands out. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And and especially in Phoenix, where it's 140, and you're in the full gear, I just... So they could be blinged out. They could be decked out. because Yeah, I just don't get... Very wealthy. A God yeah. that would make you dress like that in heat. That's a that's people a, of the desert. They should have got real specific sect. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I understand why some people broke off. It's just too <laughs> yeah. hot. You're people of the desert. Give me tank tops, Give me Bermuda a, shorts, t-shirt sets. Yeah. Where's the Ocean Pacific Jews? Yeah, we're the OP Jews. <laughs> yeah. But I, I often wonder. You're right. If I screamed it out my car window, Jews, which I don't do, but I always, I, I point it out. I'm like, oh, Jews, and I'm like, is that me being? It isn't. No. But I think that someone would consider that. Yeah. I think someone would think it is just because I'm pointing it out. No. You just wouldn't do it with black people because you see them more. <laughs> right. <laughs> you be like, blacks. <laughs> what? That's right. Yeah. Well, blacks. In all honesty, in my neighborhood, if the park was filled with blacks, I'd be yeah. like, who are the blacks? I would, yeah. probably, <laughs> I would probably notice it's rare to also see. Also filled with them. Like, right. filled right. with the right. birds, like, to the brim. Like, mm, this is... 
something we should worry we about. We have filled the park. <laughs> no more elbow room at all. Yeah, it's just different. But I always wonder what is racism now because everybody's so sensitive. I think the problem is most people that aren't, they just see everything going on. They're like, am I? I don't know. Right. What? I have to ask myself all the time, is that racist or acknowledgement? Yeah. Remember yeah. me too? It's just an like, argument. Yeah. You know, if you're arguing with a person, oh, it means you hate them yeah. and you're a racist. We disagree with somebody. I can, I can hate them. You just have a disagreement. I can, hate yeah. I can still. Yeah. And by the way, I say it all the time. I hate all races. Yeah. Uh, not everybody. Of. I like people. Yeah. I don't like full races. Stay on stage. I've wished death upon the Jews, but just specific ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> there are tons. Yeah. If you uh, know them, there's plenty to wish death upon. Yeah. There not. Yeah. There are tons of gay people that are probably uh-huh. horrible assholes. Jews, blacks, whites. It doesn't matter. Every race is filled with jerks. So I would, I'll choose to do the Martin Luther King. I'm more like Martin Luther King than anybody. You are like Martin Luther King. I am. I am judging you on the content of your character. Yeah, and I bet you've had a dream. <laughs> I've had a couple yeah, of dreams. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you are Martin Martin. Yeah. I had a prior commitment, couldn't make it to the dream, but still, I had the dream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ari Shafir uh, at the Tempe Improv. And so the holidays come and go. What's what's on your uh, agenda for 2024? What do you got? Can I try to go to a couple countries, try to go to Trinidad, I think, this year. Trinidad? Are you big yeah. in Trinidad? No. <laughs> no, I'm not playing. Yeah. You're not <laughs> playing in Trinidad? No. Do you think uh, they speak English, though? But do they have clubs? Damn, I don't know. Maybe I'll check one. Would out, you actually. just wander in and yeah, do it? for sure? No kidding. I that's, would love to. That's the bravest comedian in the world. I did one in uh, Dominican Republic. I was there, and then someone's like, "Are you? In, do you want to do a show there?" I'm like, "It's been it's two days out. I can't like right put something together." Yeah, and they're like, "Just go. People will be cool." And they were. It was fun. So you kind of embrace the first time on stage feeling. What do you mean? If you were, if you're willing to go to Trinidad and go, I don't even know if they know who I am. I'm getting back up there. And oh, that's I'm, the best. And though. you're still doing it, no matter that's, even if like three people best, understand. Oh yeah, that's crazy. And so the references, you're halfway through a reference and you realize, oh, that's just America. That's just Damn ours. Yeah. yeah, they don't know who Honey Boo Boo is. Unfortunately, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, but those are the weird things that most comedians. <laughs> you're funny, right? Honey Boo Boo choked him up. I don't know what. Happened. Well, the one yeah. cast member passed away. Yeah. I think maybe just, he started, he started, he started he? a tough time with. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I just I would think that after all these years, the last thing you'd want to feel like is an open micer again. Oh, I love it. No I went to kidding. London and played in London. I had a lady yell at me, like, "Move on, guy. This ain't working." <laughs> it was great. I love it. I love a battle. Yeah, on see, stage, and that's the best. You, know, you miss it when you're like a bit more known. Yeah, because they're because you got an audience of like kind of puppets. Yeah, they're coming in. You'll still walk some people. I yeah. guarantee you in Tempe this weekend. You're walking so, a couple, at least, probably probably six to ten. You're Sorry, over I'm, under I'm, a six to ten on yeah. levers. <laughs> Apologize ahead of time. Really? Sorry, Brad. Yeah. What is the one thing you're like? I'm hitting them with this hammer. I don't know. I never know. You never know. No, it's like it's like yeah. When when I hear people walk out, I'm like, which one was it? You got to know which yeah. one it was. F- tell me why. Yeah. If and that should be a rule. If you're going to leave the comedy club, you should say that one was. That's it. Right there. That's what you the said one. about yeah. that. Yeah. Do you tell them beforehand? Look, there's going to be a couple of people walking out. They should oh. know. Yeah, they <laughs> should know. Yeah. I don't know who goes to see you and doesn't research it. It's it's like light research. Also, yeah. my last hour was just about Jews, so then you get <laughs> you get people coming in like it'll be like night and like oof. <laughs> back to a lot so of abortion. You, <laughs> got to get back to that very favorable abortion. No one was walking out on that. The uh, um, the lady in England. What do you think she was upset about? Do you remember? Yeah, it was Down syndrome stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do not actually. 
Because she was like, move on. I'm like, lady, I'm in the middle of an eight-minute chunk. So, like, not only am I not going to move on, it's going to keep going for yeah. a bit. And you haven't even heard the, the closing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. ramping up. Yeah, this is, you're in the middle. Oh, boy. We're on are, the runway. You are going to, you are not going to like me. And did you find out anything later that she has a kid with the Downs or? No. No. I think they just don't have American-style comedy yeah. there. So, like, what the F are you doing? <laughs> don't say things That's like right. That they are like, strong. So it was against the Downs. You were you were definitely uh, I don't, uh, not favorable uh, yeah. towards Down syndrome. I don't know. I might have been asking to use them for labor or something. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I, I, Strongest win-win. people on the planet. Exactly. Everybody needs a job. That's right. Why why treat them like they can't do it? <laughs> yeah. You're like Martin Luther King, too. <laughs> was it Ecuador no, where we were talking last week? No, Peru. Peru. There's a guy right. running for office with Down syndrome. No, really? And, that, and again, prior to two years ago when I just said, I'm just here for the laughs, I'd have been like, we got to stop this kind of stuff. This is crazy. Right. Now I want that to be the case because how much more would get done if all our politicians had Down syndrome? I they're, tell you. They're very black and white. They are. It's either I like it or I don't. And the votes would go flying through. All those documents would be one page. Yeah, and and how do you sit in a summit with you and me and the kid across from me? Just because I love you, and it's yeah. it's a beautiful day. It would be today. They've made John Cena day. A forty third day is John Cena day. <laughs> yeah, there he is. He Russell Mujica ran for uh, a Congress down there in Peru a couple of years ago. He's been running every year. He's not winning yet. He's not winning, but he's throwing it out there. Yeah. And there you can see in that photo of him, he's very busy politicking on the phone. Yeah, That's what yeah. they want you to believe. But. Yeah. You know, he's probably the kindest person in the world. And his slogan is, it's time. It's time. You ever seen someone with Down syndrome get not happy? Yeah, exactly. It ha- no, it has I happened. I have not. <laughs> I actually not haven't great. seen it. It's oh. very rare, but man, they... F- they You almost uh-huh. done it. You, you, uh-huh. yeah, you got it. You have lassoed too. Wow. Nice work. Yeah. They, wow. I've never seen it. There's a, no a, control. It's gone. I mean, they're, they it's like a Tasmanian out. I have yeah. not Devil. seen that. Yeah, they're not happy not being happy. <laughs> that should be his uh, catchphrase for the campaign. Not happy, not, not, not being, being happy. happy. Should John Mujica. So, <laughs> so you say, yeah. So you know, lady gets tired of it. Move on. What was your next thing? When do you go from downs? You've already pissed her off. What That's is- just like okay. I'm going to leave. I'm going to hide downstairs. So you guys can all leave. So I don't have to face you <laughs> on your way out. It's what, like pretty embarrassing. What nation do you like? Uh, they just don't get Ari Shafir. Good question. Well, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn doesn't get you? Yeah, Manhattan gets me. Brooklyn hates me. Why is that? They're very uh, wokey. No kidding. Yeah, so they just look at you. They hate you. <laughs> yeah. No They look kidding. at you like you're the problem. You're everything that's wrong. <laughs> before you what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever thought to yourself, because you used to do it years and years ago, the amazing racist uh-huh. off it. And oh, they would not care for it. No, they yeah. actually would care for it. But Yeah. In the wrong way. Yeah. 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 The, uh, but So you've always kind of touched the buttons. Hey, you like to stir the pot. And it's a fun thing. Do you ever feel that, like, you've, do you ever feel you've gone too far? Is there a moment where you're like, Ari, come on. Gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just don't remember you <laughs> actually think, feeling it. Yeah, but gotta be. What's, what's a topic that makes you feel like, I don't like going there? Oh. No, it's just one of my friends get mad at me. That's it. Yeah, just when I do something, people are like, I'm so angry. I'm like, all right, I was just trying to have fun. <laughs> so when you piss off someone you care about. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Joe DeRosa, I was, uh, he was doing his podcast, and he left the room for a minute, so I just took my my butt out, right. and I uh, just rubbed it all over his chair. 
<laughs> Wait, you pulled your pants off? And- yeah, yeah. And then he found out later because the <laughs> camera's still rolling. He was so mad. But but I was I was like, all right, I won't do it anymore. You rubbed your ass all over funny. his chair. Yeah. And I can imagine looking at your beard, that is a Oh, it's not ass. a well-kept. <laughs> it is not well-kept at all. No, it is- it's a horror show. Is it? Yeah. Do you ever try to work on that? Personal hygiene, maybe? You just keep people out of that region. <laughs> Chernobyl, the whole region. It is the like, Gaza Strip. Cavern closed. Yeah. It's Ari's West Bank. You're just not going in there uh, without repercussion. We're talking about chicks eating butt. And it was like, uh, it was like you don't want to do it to certain people. Right. I don't oh. mind you wanting to do it. I get it. But that's, uh, it's a that's... horror show. <laughs> I, I can't You're look gonna, at you the same, turn lady. Away. Has someone ever done that to you? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, it just felt terrible for them. <laughs> you didn't know prep for that. What are you that? doing? You don't know what you're going into. <laughs> and she still... They're like, I found a joint. Like a trooper? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was She was there. She Did was you there enjoy like, it? Or was it... Not enjoyable? at all. I didn't either. Not at all. Either. I think it's gross. Yeah, that's it, a weird thing. It's just thing. so disgusting. Yeah, would you do it to her? I'll do it to a lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, if you get out of the shower and pretend like you drop something when you're picking it up, yeah. you do that around me enough. It's getting a kiss. You get me. It's getting a kiss. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, you understand Ari. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long have you been with the girl you're with? Oh, a little while. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Not real sure of the timeline. Did I say that? Here, there, who knows? Yeah, do you see a wedding bells for Ari Shafir someday? All of it seems so stupid. Yeah, it it's does. marriages. It's like you're married once you're with somebody. Kind of, yeah. If you're yeah. doing it right, it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, but it's a good tax break. It is a good tax break. Yeah, did you ever or, think of that? Yeah, but when you're Jewish, you pretty much don't pay them in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 you know, Being Jewish is a better a tax break. a refund on right? nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I, I need to consider that. I, yeah, I should teach you guys yeah, how to do it. I didn't know that. I've been very diligent about this tax thing. I didn't know there was a religious out. Did you buy anything yesterday? What do you mean? Anything in the world at all yesterday? Uh, I did. Deduction. <laughs> Is that was? That's how that works? That's how it works. Oh, man, buddy. I'm brilliant. Yeah. I've been combing through all the rules. I didn't know. No, I'm gonna the convert. government owes me. We talked about it on the air, the thing I bought. It's a chair. Deduction. Deduction. Oh, for sure. You sit in chairs. I sit in chairs and think about this show. Absolutely. Just sitting there once. Like, the show? Yep. (laughs) Deduction. Ari was great today. (laughs) Deduction. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Yeah, I've made $1 a year for the last 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) The CEO of Shafir Inc. I like it. Uh, Ari's at the uh, Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. And uh, I I love that you're kind of... You, you go away and come back with new life. Like it's and not like you are more energetic. I'm just saying like it's just this uh, the, the fact that I, I admire it so much that you just dropped everything for a while and said I'm disappearing. I've got to do it again. And I, I, I think that is the dream of so many people right now is just to just take off. Just to be able yeah. to do it. Was it it's hard to come back as far so as like, hard to come back? Was it really? And then like yeah, to and start then doing stand up and all that and get back in the grind of things. I love stand up. But I mean, I wasn't when I wasn't doing it, I wasn't missing it. Which is really weird, that's like who you, who you are yeah. is to stand up, but then you're like just don't think about it anymore. Did you have those moments where you're like COVID it. happened too? Oh, that's right. That was you're just right like about that. hey, our job's done. Yeah, remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for like a little yeah, bit, it was like that's over. Don't doesn't it all feel like we went Mormon and just ignore it now? Yeah, like yeah, it's just exactly. this thing where like exactly. that didn't happen. We don't talk about we're, it. We're not bringing it up again. Yeah. And they'll occasionally uh, mutter something that a new disease has happened, and everybody feels that oh, not this again. And nope, nope, not going to happen again. anymore. Yeah. yeah, we're never going to do it again. What do now you think? if people get sick, they'll like just kill them. Don't <laughs> right. <spread it>. Just <laughs> go and burn the bodies. 
<laughs> you know, we'd rather go to that than not have our gyms. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do you think that if it started again, what, what do you think would happen? Oh, well, I remember when Delta was kicking off and they were like talking about that one for like uh, three weeks a month. Yeah. Like, yeah. This might get a bad one again. And at first I was like, no. And then I was like, I'm going to Peru. <laughs> going uh, somewhere else. Great. Actually, I'll embrace it. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot. They're talking about school probably wouldn't oh, happen this fall. Right. And- and wow. they start worrying again. You're like, I don't think we'll do it again. I think it will make. I, I've seen us in the dress rehearsal. Yeah. If a real bad thing comes our way, it's yeah. not going to end well. I think yeah. you're right. It'll be a lot of dead body piles. We're just going to like fire running it as is yep. normal. Yep. Nothing. Like, we we'll just ignore yeah. it. And the Mormons are kind of right about that one. Just you know what? Turn a blind eye, and yeah. we'll get from A to You're B. Prepared for Red Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Switzerland, yeah. and I was talking about just doing a reference. This was a while ago, a year and a half ago. I was just doing a reference about lockdowns. Yeah. And then they started chuckling. And I was like, oh, right. You guys didn't do it. It was the only country. That's right. They're like, we're just not doing that. Yeah. And uh, I was like, how'd it go? And there were less people at my show. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it's... Uh, They're rebuilding. You know, fun fact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I look at it like sports. Definitely not my draw. Definitely not the fact that I uh, don't buckle down and commit to this. I look at everything emotion. in sports analogies, and I just think we're in rebuild. Well, yeah, that rebuild, would be, they're going to just start to uh-huh. rebuild it, and we'll come back to it eventually. <laughs> Next man up. Later. Yeah. Uh, we, we do a thing, uh, it, because tomorrow's our last day of the year working. Oh, we, really? We nominate a, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, we nominate uh, a person who lives amongst us, like, because I'm always, again, the absurdities of, of our city, and we call it, it's called the Nathan Sutherland uh, S-Heel of the Year Award. They okay. try to blend with society, and then they get caught doing their thing. Nathan Sutherland was a guy who got a comatose girl pregnant. He was a caretaker at a hospital. About three years ago. So we, wow. named, we named the award after him. What did he say? She came on to him? <laughs> <laughs> yep. She, she, her eyes. She just stared at him the whole time. So she'd been in a coma since she was a Damn. little kid, and she's like in her 20s now. So he was, he was respectful of the age law. And then he got her pregnant. And the funniest part was is that they were like, we're investigating who the father is, and uh, the baby, he's black. Yeah. And so those like t- you well, just had to think of the day that that occurred. We're like all the employees need to report to the, and they're like, oh, the two black guys are like Nathan, step up. So we named the award after him. Just He's a recently. rapper too. Uh, yeah, really? Christian rapper. Yeah, Christian rapper okay. goes hand in hand. So this year, Oof. this year we uh, <laughs> wow. we have a guy named Randall Bird who's going to win the award. Who is he? Uh, just a month ago, he worked at a hospital with the morgue, and they not only like this is where you realize that the day he got caught wasn't the first time he'd done it unzipped the bag inside was a 79 year old lady you're never supposed to unzip the bag and when he got caught his pants were unzipped and he was acting really weird by the other guys he wasn't still on her and then the news says well there was dna all over the body which we all know what that means and then you realize that these are people you work with every day do you have someone in your life do you think that would be like that won't surprise me when that happens interesting or is it you? It's me. Yeah, I was, was going to say, if you that. can't think of a guy. I was like thinking, I was like, oh, my friends are all seconds me. <laughs> right, and it is. Right. Who would you point out? Do you think it's you that, that has the dark secret? <laughs> Somebody's got one. My friend Steve Simone, actually. You think so? Yeah, he volunteers at like uh, children's hospitals a lot, <laughs> runs campaigns oh. to like to like raise money for him just to have a pizza party. Right, with the kids. Uh, he's got dungeons. You think so? Yeah, you think he's, he's a gotta, dungeon guy? He's yeah. got have Kid dungeons? dungeons? Kid dungeons for yeah. sure. Yeah, because he's building when, walls. He's building walls to protect. And this is how I know it's weird, and this is why I spotlight it. When you were growing up, what happened in your neighborhood that was the thing? Oh, because everybody's got one. No matter where you grew up, there was always. We had Father Dale. We went to yeah. high school together. Yeah. We had Father Dale. Yeah, across the, the hall or across the street at the church that he came over, and it turned out ten years later was having yeah. hot tub parties oh, with yeah. kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
the kids in our class, and not me. There's a kid in my, <laughs> my friend's neighborhood where they're like, "Oh, we don't go, don't go to his garage." But another kid, like a 14 year old kid, and all right. the 10 year olds are like, "Hey, we're not Stay allowed to go into." Yeah, really, it was just no a kid. No, uh, so a kid was touching other yeah. kids. No kidding. Yeah, you I lived in not- Bobby Lee's neighborhood. <laughs> 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 yeah, Bobby Lee wasn't surprised because he's just on the record with everything. He yeah, does. he'll tell you yeah. about the people he's, he's like. Done. Well, I've I've had sex with a body. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. this week I don't do it always, yeah, but right. who hasn't? You know, yeah, everyone because like, every neighborhood's got the scandal. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. So they're out there right now, walking amongst us, living amongst us, and the next thing we you know, had, we had in my community, we had a rabbi. Who was head of the community? Women have to take this like uh, an Orthodox Jewish have to take this like ritual bath. Yeah, after they're done with the bleeding. Ooh. Yeah, just to, to clean, so right. then you're back to like normal. You can go, and then the high holidays as well. And then he put a little uh, hole. Oh. I was watching him and videotaping him taking Cleaning. this bath. Yeah, the post menstruation housewives. Yeah, uh. just going taking a bath. They're not still bleeding, and then coming out, and he was just like. Making videos of it. Is it like all at once? If they cycle together, there's like a line of ladies just have to dip? One after another. After another. Yeah, yeah, you no go, kidding. You dip. It's kind of like you do your own like uh, Like a baptism? Yeah, exactly. Every month? Uh-huh. Oh, this yeah. religion isn't worth it. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. What do you mean? You're, that's a, you know, they're not allowed to come back into the normal... Yeah. Oh, I get that part. Themselves. I'm just saying, doing it at Stay home. Stay away from us. They're Why disgusting. Have... <laughs> it is, it is... <laughs> you can do it in like a lake or something. You can do it oh, by no yourself. Kidding. Yeah, but it has to be blessed? No. Oh, oh, just a big, okay. big oh, bottle of water, and they okay. have they have one where it's just big enough of natural water. And but anyway, so it's, uh, it's the cleaning lady was like, oh, I cleaned the, the thing and the, I, I found the tapes the hole. and the, 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 the she the found them. Yeah, and they're like, "What oh. tapes?" And she was like, "No." She's <laughs> 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 yeah. losing her job. He went to jail for like twenty years. He just got out. No, just for peeking and filming. Peeking, but like peeking as a leader of the. Well, sure, no, no, no. And it was like his own collection. Bad. Yeah, and it's right wow. there. Yeah, yeah, see, and the guy you trust the most in the neighborhood. Everybody liked him. Oh my god, just, that's a one good problem. One. It like touching it to housewives. <laughs> but who doesn't like <laughs> that? If you could drill a hole and find that, yeah, on the other side. That's He's Shangri-La. Like, yeah. How could I not? <laughs> How could I not at least peek once? There's a <laughs> hole in the wall. What if you found out the hole was accidental and just happened to, like, and then he's like, ooh, and he intended to repair it, but it just got out that of hand. That was Porky's. Yeah, that was Porky's. Yeah, yeah that's didn't exactly, make the hole. It just right. was. It was just there. And then after a while, you just got, it got to be a bad habit. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my defense. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I didn't mean to do this. I was yeah. just making sure they're all okay. <laughs> right. I find that, that's the first I've heard of that one. Yeah. We have to take a dip after. Yeah, yeah. If it go just one time you in, just drop it's your whole head. It's pretty much the same as baptisms. I mean, you think about it, it's the same thing. Right? But your head has to go up. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. How impure do we see them at that time? I know. Just because they're <laughs> bleeding, it's like that's gonna happen every month. Every month we're like, yeah, oh, she's worthless in again. The old, in the olden days, it was like get out of the city. Yeah. Yeah. For a exactly. Week and go then live. Come in, back go live in. in the outside hut. Yeah. 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 You have to go, and you can't touch any of my stuff, or it has to be burned. Uh huh. That was yeah. that's biblical. That's Indian. The, I think they have not not Phoenix Indian, but <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Cleveland Indian? Indian? No, oh. uh, like India. Oh yeah. Um, theirs is like the old tradition is like go live outside in the hut. Yeah, like with the, with the other and don't bleeders. come back. Yeah, and the bleeders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the bleeders are out. In the can't d- be in the kitchen. Can't do anything. Well, the most amazing crazy. thing for in me in the Valley of Bloodhounds. Yeah, feminist. It's a male village that lived out there, and it worked. Took care of the ladies. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, it, it worked for hundreds of years because they didn't even come up with feminine hygiene products till the 30s. Yeah. 1930s. Yeah. 
When the reality is, it was probably like, hey, you're really naggy right now. Go live outside <laughs> Go in the hut. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the blood. You're just, uh, you're, I can't say it on air, yeah. but. Yeah, you're yeah. being, you're, you're being horrible. Uh, Ari Shafir's at the 10 p.m. rough tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. You want to go to Uh, Ari, please leave us with words of wisdom. Anything you've got to say to fix the world as Ari sees it. Uh, Bert, gain more weight. <laughs> That's right. Get your weight. Do you think yeah. Bert's going to be funny when he's ripped? No. He can't be, right? He's no. been living on that belly for a long He's time. He's been living on that belly. He's going to have to put his shirt back on. Right. Why? He's going to be cold. Because at a, a certain problem. point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fat guy takes his shirt off, we all giggle. Rip guy takes his shirt off, we're all intimidated. It's lame. It's lame. You can't it's, do it. You're being a dick. Yeah. It's yeah. like male nudity. When yeah. it's casual, it's like disgusting. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But if you got a rod, then it's right. a problem. Then it's it's <laughs> yeah. functional, and now yeah. we got to work. Now i got to avoid you. <laughs> that's exactly right. Bert. <laughs> Eat a sandwich. Uh, Ari, always good to see you, man. Ari <laughs> yeah, Shafir, everybody. Too. It's a 10 p.m. Province 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It is a uh, glorious Thursday. It's turned into just a perfect day outside, man. Ari's great. I love Ari Shafir. If you haven't seen him yet, go over to the Improv in Tempe and definitely watch that. Especially if you're a person who uh, isn't uptight about everything. If you are, then then definitely go because he's going to crush your spirit and your hopes and your dreams for the future. Yeah, that's the one. I said that last week about our show at Stand Up Live. Don't bring nuns. Don't bring anybody that's going to cause a problem. Because, you know, they'll come after the station and good people will lose their jobs. Ari doesn't care. So, yeah, bring nuns. Bring people that don't care. And have them listen to Ari Shafir for the first time ever. Great. I wanted to do, uh, this guy said, there's a thing. I don't know if Ari does this or not, but it's a great idea called, uh, instead of Q&A, a Jew and a And that's, I don't know if that's a regular <laughs> thing Ari does on, a, on, on his podcast stuff. I miss that now. Because I got plenty of questions. I don't understand any of that. Uh, we're ready to go with our FanDuel picks of the week. The FanDuel picks, of course, uh, have made football better. I went through my annual, once again, about a month ago, I went through my annual gambling on uh, online numbers there and found that since the beginning of FanDuel, which was September of 2022, if I'm not mistaken, or 21. It's been two years. It has been two years. Two yeah. years. Yeah. So September 2021. I am. I am. After this week, I am now winning somehow or another. In my overall, I am plus 800, which is just dominating gambling. <laughs> Nobody ever said you can make a living at it if you're doing it my way. But the wins I have are big, and the losses I have are many. But the bets I have that are many are taken over by the big wins. I, I make stupid, crazy bets, and when I hit one, I look at it like I get like 150 free bets. It's awesome. It's funded itself. So anybody that says I got a problem can stuff it up their ass. I can quit anytime I want. I don't need to. <laughs> but it's made sports a lot better because I'll tell you, last night, the Suns, who uh, I love, finally had their big three back on the floor. I didn't bet on it because you just don't know who they are or what they're doing. And uh, they blew the game last night. My friend texted me just a few minutes ago and said, had uh, Metu dunked the one he missed a dunk, had he hit it, 4400 bucks. He missed a dunk that would have given him $4,400. Oh. But the excitement level is insane. So we want to say uh, to FanDuel, you're the best ever 
at making sports that we wouldn't normally watch, like this weekend's Niners-Cardinal game, that much better, and all the specials apply like crazy, especially for the Thursday night game, which is, I believe, tonight. Uh, who plays tonight? The Raiders and Chargers. Oh, that's right. Raiders-Chargers tonight. That's right. You got a profit boost on that, though. Yeah, you get a little bump on it. Yeah. So you can take a game you don't want to watch and make it a little better. That's what I'm doing. That's what we'll do with that. Uh, we'll start with you, Brett. Your Bears, where the hell are they and what are they doing? Uh, where the hell are they? <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm, I was I was trying to put another bet in, actually. Sorry. They were in Cleveland. Unprepared. Playing the Browns. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take the Bears. The Bears are I'm doing I'm take it. the money line. I, I don't know, but I, I just... Some about them lately. They're they're playing just good enough to screw up their draft pick, and I it, bears are going to bear. I, they're going to continue to screw up their they're draft. Doing pick. what they do, yeah, which is ruining their hopes for next year by winning this year. They're being the bears, yeah. yeah. Being I'll the take bears. the bears over the uh, Browns. That's a good one. Uh, Toledo, where are your Seahawks? Uh, they're at home against Philly on Monday night. All right, uh, can't do it. I hate Philly coming off that, that big gonna, loss. That they're going to lose five in a row, but I got to take the Eagles minus. The Oof. minus three and a half. That's not easy. Brady, where are your bungles? Bengals are uh, hosting the Vikings. I'm going Saturday. with the Bengals. Yeah. You're going with the Bengals on that one. Yeah. Take them over the... Both uh, your teams are playing on Saturday? Yeah. Steelers are uh, playing the Colts on Saturday. Bengals first, Steelers next. I will not pick the Steelers one more time this year. The Mitch Trubisky-led Steelers are something... My yeah, eyes... Different thing. My eyes don't my, world. my eyes do not want to oh. see that again this weekend. So if they win, uh, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I do not expect that. At all. Uh, the Cardinals... Like I said, this is a rough weekend for your Arizona Cardinals. If I'm not mistaken, they are going to be playing the San Francisco 49ers, who, to me, are without question the best team in football. They just toy with teams right now. Yeah, the 12.5 points are the spread. I'm bumping it to 13.5, and and I'm going with the 49ers. Okay, you're giving up. They're going to cover that. Yeah. All right, I'm going 12.5. I'm sticking with what they gave us. Yeah. I'm going with that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking what they're giving me on that yeah, one, too. I'm working for a living. And you, Brett? Oh, I'm taking the... I'm taking the... Hang on. I'm still doing my other bet. <laughs> he's, he's, I just I know, realized I'm, you went huge yeah. on me. Take, yeah. Take I'm uh, going Cardinals plus 12 and a half. <laughs> You're taking the Cardinals to plus cover 12 and a half. Yeah. Wow. Do you think they'll be within 12 and a half of the 49ers? Yeah. I'm... I'm impressed that you're yeah. trying that one. Yeah. Hey, I've mushed all season. Why not continue? Again, That's a good I'm point. a traditional kind of guy. I believe you, in tradition. You bring up suspicions when the Italian goes, yep, I got yep. that. Hey, where's Tommy DeVito it. playing this week? Tommy I got DeVito. And, there's, and that's my lock of the week. Uh, funny you mentioned that. My lock of the week are the Giants. I will never bet against Tommy DeVito and the Giants. They're going to beat the Saints. That is my lock of the good week. Good time, Tommy. Did you get your Tommy Cutlets shirt? I don't get the nickname. Oh, not yet. I'm, people are doing backflips well, like Tommy Cutlets. Cutlets that everybody makes. I get that. But why not just Tommy Spaghetti? I don't know. It's a dumb <laughs> nickname. And it makes people, eh, it's, a great, it's not. It's a stupid, lazy nickname. Wait uh, a minute. The Giants are your lock or Lock upset? of the week. Lock. Wow. Lock of the week. Tommy DeVito's playing. Never bet against Tommy DeVito in New York and the Giants. Playing the Saints. Those two mob towns get together, take the New York DeVito. Brady, what's your lock? Chiefs over the Patriots. All right. Brett? I was going to go Chiefs over the Patriots, but I'm going Tommy D. He's, he's taking the job. Damn right. Let's <laughs> take my boy. That's so sad. I'm going Rams over the Commander Skins. All right. That's a beautiful thing. And your upset of the week, Toledo, I'll start with you. I'm taking the Bills over the Cowboys. It's going to be cold in northern uh, New York. Cowboys suck away from AT&T Stadium, so I'm going to take the Bills, All plus right. one and a half. Uh, Brady? You're going to like mine, John. I'm taking the Jags over the Ravens. 
Wow. Yikes. I like yeah. that. I like that quite a bit. And very possible. Uh, Brett? I'm taking the uh, – I'm going to go for my profit boost on Thursday night. I'm going to take the Chargers over the Raiders. All right. With I'm, Easton Stick starting. Yes. That's a terrible name. Uh, <laughs> it's the Raiders. I mean, come on. Easton Dick. Easton Stick. It's well, it's Aiden O'Connell, too. It's both – it's XFL quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, mine is uh, weirder than yours. Jets over the Dolphins. I actually wow. like that Dolphins one. Broken. I actually like that one. My bet pays 4905 Yikes. Yeah, so if you put $10 on it, you get 490 back, which is pretty solid. I got a couple of gems in there. Brady? Mine's plus 883 That's pretty good. It's 800 bucks or 80 bucks for a uh, $10 bet. Plus 749 so I'm a little low. A little lower. And Brett? Plus 35.63. Wow. He's got a really good one. All right, sir. Well, there you go. Fandle just makes Tommy the world D. better. Tommy makes, D. Makes, Chicago. And... Oh, makes it all much. Yeah, Tommy <laughs> D. And throwing a bear in the mix. Oh, it's such a good. Because I've lost interest in football since I got Mitch Trubisky. So the only thing keeping it interesting. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the only thing know, making, I understand. It, making it fun for me right now is the betting. And finding out I'm up for the last two years is just a glorious feeling. Glorious. And I thank the Milwaukee Bucks for that because they gave me a nice little boost the other night in a bet that I just goofed around with. So thank you, Bucks. Uh, it's 9.30 on the dot. FanDuel. The boost's on it. They got all the Thursday night specials. Check it out. FanDuel.com. And use the KUPD code and uh, let them know you were there with us. And they'll give you extra stuff that away. Simple. FanDuel, you make the world better. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Exactly. Finally, somebody's normal around here. Brady hates when... uh, Bust the dog starts to face kiss and mouth kiss with people's mouths open. Right. Yeah, I don't like a dog tongue going into my mouth. <laughs> but again, fine. I'm fine. Especially with bus. About that. Especially with bus. He can't no, even reach dogs. his butt. He can't reach his butt. It's not like he does it. And again, what my grandma said to me right in front of my girlfriend when I was twenty something years old. When I. You let that a dog thick your mouth, John. It, it licks its bottom. I'm like, I lick her bottom, and you never said anything about that. Uh, say that isn't true. <laughs> she didn't want to admit, but I put. I don't my, mind legs and arms. You know, the- you put your tongue in worse places than he's put his. That is fortunate. Well, you're supposed to have done that. I don't know if you haven't. I don't know. Maybe you were the one, but <laughs> I have. Brett has. Oh yeah, for sure. And I can almost guarantee you that a. Topside ribs sitting on the trash. Brady's like, there's a lot of meat on that bone. I'm sure you've done that, and that's disgusting to us. But I know there's risk with that. Right. Nobody's ever died from, I'm telling you right now. Thousands die every year. Nope. From dog I'll tell you right now. Speaking. More diseases come from people <laughs> touching their each other's mouths than ever have happened from, I've never had, a, I got herpes from my dog. Nope. You get them from other people. People mouths ten times grosser than a dog's mouth. Dogs aren't carrying around, you know, mouth warts, herpes, disgusting things they can pass back and forth. Madeline from downstairs just let Bus kiss her right in the mouth, and it was awesome. Brady hates it. I liked showing it. I liked her answer too. Yeah, she even said I put my tongue in worse places. Right. 
She's licked a butt or two in her life. We now know that. And she was licking the toilet seat. Sure. You never know. Uh, by the way, I played Nobody from Avenged Sevenfold because that was yesterday's winner in Rock Wars and we didn't get around to playing it. So a guy said, look, you didn't even play the song. Uh, I want to hear that. It struck a nerve that you didn't play. Well, there it is. We gave it to you. So enjoy that. We got it, we got it out of our system. Uh, and I said, do you think that uh, when you won Rock Wars yesterday... Uh, I had to reevaluate the band. 20, uh, wait, so what did he say? Something, I gotta find the whole email here. Well, he basically said, Do you think this Rock Wars was based on true musical talent or the prizes that ended it? Well, of course, it was, you know, a little bit based on the idea that if Brady lost, he has to perform a 6 9 act with a uh, stationary animal dog. Doll, I mean, doll, dog, doll. Would you rather do it with that or a human? If we get you a blow up dog, would you do it or with a, a real doll? Real doll. You want the real doll. See, I would assume you said you'd have done it with the animal. $6,000 real doll. Uh, it's not going to be the 6000 Maybe the used one, if you want the one that used to be 6000 Yeah. She's depreciated. Either way, that's coming up soon. We'll keep our uh, keep our eyes on that. That'll be fun. Brady Bull, 69, with a doll. Publicly, for the first time in his life. You guys get to see it happen. It's going to be flat out glorious. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. And if you want to get on out there and learn some life-saving skills, they're doing it right now at a rate you just can't refuse, $149 for one month of training. And that is hands-on, face-to-face, trainer-to-you training. And you will be blown away when you're done with the first class, let alone all the others they offer for that month you will have signed up. It breaks down to about a buck a class if you want to do it that way. And I always uh, push forward on the idea that if you try to get a personal trainer for 150 bucks and say, let's do this for one month, you might get two sessions. Maybe. Doubt it. But for this one, you're getting everything they offer for one month, $149. And I guarantee you're going to walk away saying, wow, that's like a buck a class. And I learned more there and got in better shape there as fast as I did. So much better than going somewhere else. And it is life-saving, amazing Skills, life skills you will learn at reactdefense.com. It's the home of tactical black self-defense training. Brady, entertain me. When the Santa Claus movie first hit the theaters in 1994, it contained a gag where Tim Allen mentioned the number of a sex hotline, 1-800-SPANK-ME. That's a thing, man. It was a real one at the time, a real sex line, but they didn't know that. Uh, it said, uh, in case he needs to reach her in an emergency, Tim looks at the paper, sarca- sarcastically says, quote, 1-800-SPANK-ME. It's like, I know that number. Well, it came out on VHS and LaserDisc, that scene. They've yeah. de- Disney has oh, deleted they- that scene uh-huh. since. Oh, so it was out on the originals, yeah. and now they've killed it. Yep. So they don't have the dirty, dirty line of so phone sex for... A VHS or a LaserDisc, that... Okay, but they delete it for today's audience, which there's no possible way 1-800-SPANK-ME is still a thing. I haven't tried the number. (laughs) Try it now. Brett, call 1-800-SPANK-ME and see, because there's no way 1-800-SPANK-ME has survived from the beginning of the Santa Claus to today. It still is. It's 30 plus years old of 1-800-SPANK-ME. No way. No way. It's It's a child rearing service. It's a no way. That's the most successful 1-800 line of all time. Ooh, ooh, nope, there it is. Ooh, I'm so glad you called. <laughs> ooh, I can't wait to taste you over and over again. Who's doing ooh, this? Ooh, 
Oh, let's save her every last drop. <laughs> what? We're not talking about anything. rubbing all over you. Oh, I think she's just. I think that's Brady's one eight hundred ice me. It's an icing cake thing. It's about. It's yeah. about ice cream. There's no possible way that lady was phone sexing. Still, that's not a thing. Thirty years. She's sixty five years old. She's the original one. They're still getting. Oh, you're just like President Clinton. There's no way the new references aren't a part of it. Just the old tapes run. Oh, can you believe the OJ situation? Oh, oh. Tiffany Haddish got her second DUI. Um, according to... Wait, since the one she got a couple months ago? She got one in Georgia in January. Oh, yep. and so she got one a couple months ago again. I thought she, since she, the last one. Well, yeah, well... Because she just got another one. That's two this year. Yeah. And this last judge, according to one of the tabloids has ordered Tiffany to abstain from drugs and alcohol and undergo random drug tests. Right. Or abstain from driving. It's one or the other. Never the two shall meet. 90 days. Yeah. Just stop doing one with the other, you know. There's going to be a Lost Boys stage musical. Corey Feldman. Touring the country in 2025. Please. Casting hasn't been announced. But Patrick Wilson and David Hornsby are involved. Uh, there, it's always behind. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Patrick Wilson, the Conjuring guy, and uh, pop rock band The Rescue. See, get a hold of it again. Yeah. There's still hope. Corey Feldman might get the nod. Feldman is in, or it's not a Lost Boys thing. Patrick Wilson is a respected Hollywood person. Now I want him to do what's right. What's get... Kiefer doing nowadays, too? Well, he won't do it unless Feldman does it. That's what I say. Time! <laughs> oh, no. we got to have more. Man. Go quickly. Headline. Yeah, nope, we're good. The Super Bowl will be played in Los Angeles in 2027. Yep. Giving L.A. the World Cup, the Super Bowl, and the Olympics in three consecutive years. That's pretty awesome. Get your tickets today. I'm sure they'll be cheap. Uh, we're all done. That was quick. Thanks to Ari Spear for popping in. Fast Thursday. Tomorrow's it. You thought today was lazy? Wait until you hear tomorrow's show. <laughs> Tune in for Wait the finale. Wait until you hear tomorrow. But we might as well just... Music requests? We're yeah, taking We're em. taking them. We're <laughs> filling this thing to the brim with old songs. But, uh, yeah, we're all done after this one. You guys... Oh, and uh, real quick, happy birthday to Greg Lucero. He said he's 36 today. It would be a dream for you and the gang to give an old birthday shout-out uh, from my favorite radio station of all time. Love you guys. And ask Brady what I should eat for dinner tonight. Go. This is going to take forever. Time! No, Crust Brothers Pizza. <laughs> Best part of a group. Crust Brothers Pizza. Oh, Crust Brothers. That's good stuff. All right, there you go. Nice job, Brady. That's it. We're done. We got Larry's even saying Jesus. It. We're out of here. Hit the button. Jeez, Let's go. Getting so long, everybody. Christ, we're going Nazis. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. And he executed.